I swear like a fucking horse. What is it? What's the saying? <laughs> I don't know. Swear, trooper. No, like a... Swear like a trooper. Salesman? Sa- sa- what? Trooper, I think. Is it trooper? Swear like a trooper? Swear like a trooper. I swear like a sailor, isn't that a thing as well? No, I fucking... Look, I fucking swear a lot. <laughs> Can we just fucking put it down to that? Like, fuck the same. I swear a lot, cunt. Hey, fuckers. Welcome back to the What The Fuck Podcast. I am Nate. And I'm Tika. And uh, just before we get the show started, officially with the theme song and everything, I just want to jump in and just mention that it's been over a year <laughs> since we have uh, done one of these episodes and it's not that we've just been sitting around scratching our asses <laughs> doing nothing. Like we have tried multiple times to uh, record some episodes and we've had nothing but dramas. Yeah, a few technical issues and, uh, yeah, a bit of a lack of spare time to do them as well. But we've done a few, but, yeah, we've had some technical problems going on. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. So quite a lot of our stuff has all been redone. If you haven't noticed, the mics are all new. Uh, the last ones, they sounded like we were talking through a tinny. I was just going to say dog shit, but, I yeah, mean, that works, like dog shit, yeah. that works too. That works too. We got a new audio interface because we were recording through a mixer before and that just wasn't working out for us. The audio was flat. Nah. It was rubbish. Uh, we got TV. We had TV last We time. had TV before, but now <laughs> it's in the view. Yeah, true, true. All right, valid. Um, yeah, a bunch of other things. We've just had a, we've had a lot of shit going on anyway, though. So we just oh, and we're using new software too for recording. Oh yeah, that's right. And you. for playing videos and whatnot. So that's uh, definitely something that we are excited about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, this one's going to go well. All right. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> if this one doesn't work. I think we're going to have a garage sale. <laughs> you just fucking sell everything. And it's going to be like, yeah, $1,000 worth of equipment. I'll do a good deal for you, 50 bucks. <laughs> Fuck that. I'll take that 50 bucks and I'll buy 100 soft serve ice creams at McDonald's and I'll just be, that'll be my life just sitting there eating McDonald's ice creams. You can just imagine by the time I get past like the 10th one, it's just a puddle of melted uh, ice cream. I stopped listening a while ago. Soggy wafer. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can tell because you like do this. And you're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Zone out. It's cold. Mm. Anyway, are we going to get this show started or what? We can't officially start the show without the fucking theme song. All right, let's, let's do crack it. into it. Let's fucking do this. So that's another new surprise. We've re-recorded the theme song. Is that shorter? Uh, I don't know, but it's better. It's better, but I, was just, I couldn't tell if it was shorter or. Yeah. I need more Red Bull. Yeah. Not a sponsor, but that would be nice. Yeah, we're starting the day off right, you know, like. Hmm. I mean, we will crack into some uh, beverages soon, but the problem is it's it's still pretty early in the morning. And I need Red Bull. And we haven't had. Red Bull or coffee or nothing, so. Priorities in life. Yeah. 
Um, actually, I'll put that down. Something we missed last time when we recorded. We didn't even like we were in a bit of a rush because uh, we had Lance on. Yeah. And remember, we were doing your beard stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was fucking horrible. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> bad memories, bad memories. Um, we sort of didn't even really introduce ourselves. Yeah, I know. We completely forgot. We kind of just got skipped over. Plus, we're not really used to introducing ourselves much anyway. I mean, anyone that would know us would know us, but then like someone who's just tuned in for the first time would be like, okay. Yeah, all the other, yeah, it's all the people who don't really know us, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like people at Motocross know us, but a lot of people might not. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I thought we should maybe just talk a little bit about ourselves mm. and just introduce ourselves just a small bit, you know? Yeah. Um, You want to yeah. go first or you want me to go first? You go first, you want. I'll go first? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Tika. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm fucking loud. Yeah. <laughs> I swear a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, what do you call it? Extroverted. I think that's the word, extroverted, yeah? Yeah. It's where you're like hell out there. Yeah, well, it's like you meet a new person you're like, hey, how you going? Whereas is I'm- that, is, that, is that what I do or am I like, hey, how you going, cunt? Exactly. <laughs> Whereas I'm the opposite and I'm an introvert, so basically when I meet people, I'm just real quiet and I take a minute. I take a few like, I have to like meet someone a few times before I start to warm up to them. It takes me a minute. Whereas you're just like- yeah. You could talk to people like you already know them. Like you could have someone random just rock up, start talking to you. That and happens. And he's like, oh, hey, you're going, hey, you're going, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, who's your mate? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> that, that literally is like a weekly occurrence nearly, eh? Yeah. People at motocross that just come up. Just motocross. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're going, yeah. Well, the people just come up and they just have like a conversation. I'm like, okay, clearly you know me, so I'll just act like I know you and I just have a convo. And then they walk off and you're like, who the fuck was that? I'm like, I don't know. Do you know who that was? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> See, if I have some random dude come up to me and start talking, I'm just like, okay, crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it's just a personality thing, I think. Well, yeah. But it's, it's funny because I've had, like, people that know us have said it's a weird dynamic that we have, how it's, like, opposite. Opposites, yeah, definitely. Definitely when it comes to personality. Apparently I'm more soft-spoken, but, I mean, I could see that, but. What does soft-spoken mean as such? Do you just mean? Quiet, maybe? Yeah. Well, compared to me, fuck. And, yeah, I guess I'm not, like, in your face. Yeah, i got a rain on my fucking head. I'm pretty in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, nah, different personalities. But, yeah, that's probably the main thing that stands out about me, I reckon, is the uh, out there extrovert, mm. I would call it. Um, what else? All right, apart from me being a uh, fucking psychopath, <laughs> I mean, something different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my daily job. Yeah. I fix planes. Fixed planes? Fixed planes, yeah. Is there a specific term for that? Uh, that title? Mm. Oh, that's complicated though. It's like aircraft maintenance engineer mechanical. Yeah. So it's a pretty, it's a gay title. So I just like to say I fix planes. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically like a glorified mechanic. Yeah, well, it's just a plane mechanic. Yeah, it's a glorified mechanic. Yeah. But we get to use the title engineers. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> if you fuck it up, people die and you go to jail. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Whereas uh, if you're a mechanic on a car, I'm, I'm, I feel like if uh, you serve someone break, someone's brakes and then they end up crashing into a pole, they're not going to be like, well, you're going to jail. Does it work like that? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, if it was a proven mechanical fault, but I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard to prove that with a car. And also the thing is, I feel like if you service the brakes and then they're not working, you'd figure out long before they like, Get yeah. down the street. Yeah, 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 you would, yeah. And it wouldn't be like someone would die. 
Not necessarily. I mean, I mean, I guess it's possible, but I feel like the chances of that happening as is opposed a lot to less. A, well, when it comes to planes and that, like if you were to fuck something up, then it's more than likely that someone is going to die if the plane crashes. At least one, probably more. <laughs> I mean, can I say you know ejecto cedo? Well, the only people that can do that is Raf. Like, and then uh, they're going to be a bit shorter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's shorter. <laughs> bit more fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a common misconception that people have because they see it in movies all the time, like planes and that, and they just eject and sheet. Uh, eject and sheet? Ejection sheet, yeah. <laughs> no, they just use the uh, ejection seat and then they hit the ground in the parachute and they get up and they run away like oh it's all good. Oh, my God, what a load of fear. Yeah. Nah. Do you want to explain what really happens? It's like... It's literally like multiple guns mm. underneath you firing. Yeah. It's it's a bomb. It is. It's a bomb, yeah. it's They're big bullets basically. But, yeah, you ain't going to get up. Like it'll make you shorter. It'll, it comes out of the canopy so fast it's like compressing you. Yeah. Compress, compressing you. Compressing your spine. Well, it's like going zero to a thousand and like. Well, not zero to a thousand, but. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you get my point. It's like. I know what you mean, yeah. You're not moving at all. And I was like, boom. Like you've seen those videos yeah, of like people. shot. Yeah, well, you've seen the videos of people with, like, airbags and they're, like, sitting on an airbag. Yeah, and people go, ting. And they, like, push the button and it goes, poof. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know that, and they go yeah. flying and they get fucked up and they're, like, on the ground, like, their spine is all fucked up. Well, that's exactly what ejection seat would be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you'll be getting up and walking away anytime because it literally takes – well, it literally compresses your spine so much that normally you lose height. Mm. And most of it's automatic. Like, they push the button, the oh. seat comes out. Pull. Oh, they pull. You gotta, I thought it was a button. You fucking idiot. <laughs> With my button in the XOC <laughs> Well, that's what it is in the movies. It's just like, boom. No, nah, they have the T-pin, but I always. It's like, whatever you do, do not touch the red button. <laughs> it's a red handle. But you know yeah. the T-pin I always go on about? Yeah, yeah. Once they take that out, it allows the handle to be lifted. Right. So you have to, it's like at your crotch, yeah. the handle, and you just grab the handle, tunk, pull it up, and then you're gone. Yeah, right. It's not a button. So that T-pin is what holds the handle down. Yeah. But that's not in when they're flying, obviously. Oh, so the pin's out, obviously, the whole time. Because otherwise they'd have to, like, if, they need, if they're in an emergency, they'd have to pull the pin yeah, then. Yeah, no, 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 no. Then pull their handle. Before... You have the removable before flight things, though. Not on the T-pin. No. So the, there's, there's other pins on the ejection seat because, obviously, there's more than one firing pin. Right. So... Well, there's more than one firing mechanism, I should say, sorry. Um, there's four other pins, five other pins, four other pins, whatever. There's other pins. Hmm. Um, you got to take – you take them out, though. They're maintenance pins. Yeah. So you take them out and then you leave the T-pin in, but then once the pilot gets in it and you're seeing the pilot out, like a flight liner, like a hmm. flight liner, yep. you're seeing the pilot out, you have your um, job, like your checks with him, you know, you do your flap check, your speed brake check and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and then the last check is the T-pin. So when they – basically after they've done all their flight control checks, then they'll you'll see the first pilot put it in and you go one and that's you like you got one in and yeah. you're like, I'm still waiting, I'm still waiting for the second one. And then once you get two, you give the thumbs up and then they're safe to fly because they can eject at any point. Because yeah, right. obviously that's if there's two, if you've got a training pilot in there with them mm. or just a – Joy flight pilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depends, but yeah. Yeah, so, so you got to have them out when you fly. You can't. And then as soon as they come back in, mm-hmm. they got to like, that's one of the first things they do. They pull in and then you're seeing them in, like you're directing them like to come in. Yeah. And then the first thing you do is you hold your tee mm. 
and you wait until you got C two T pins gone. Yep. And that means they've put them back in because yeah, you don't you don't want to get out of the seat without a T pin because if your foot hooks onto that like handle, yeah, you fucked. You fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's a safety thing to stop it from ejecting while you're on the ground. Like, nope. does it have to be over a certain altitude before it would let you? Nope. Really? You have to be over. Oh, because isn't there a video somewhere of someone ejecting inside a hangar or something? I'm <sighs> not sure. But they hit the roof. It it doesn't have its own mechanism that stops it from ejecting over a certain or under a certain altitude and speed. Yeah. That's what the pins are for. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that's what they're for. So that's why the T-pin is so important. Yep. And then the first thing we do after the pilots get out is put the other pins in. Yep. It's also like you're, you're only allowed a certain amount of um, ejections in your career. Yeah. Right? Two, three, two or three, two, three. And I guess you're not like deemed as physically fit because it does fuck you up. Yeah, it fucks you up too much. So you can only have like, I think it's two. It's been a while now since I've been on the RAF base, so I've kind of forgotten. Didn't the one of the instructors or whatever at, or whoever it was, Tell you that there's like some dude that's still in like a cast or whatever, oh, or like in a back brace or something. I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was one of the instructors. I think it was just one of the one of the old raft guys from the base there. Probably, yeah. Yeah, one of the old raft guys did say like, yeah, one he knew a dude that got sort of fucked up pretty bad. See, I could spend the whole podcast talking about this shit, and that's that's how interesting your job is. <laughs> Now, this is what happens every single time people meet us. They go, oh, yeah, they always ask, take, what do you do for your job? And she's like, I am aircraft mechanical engineer. And they're like, oh, okay, what's that? And then you start going on about this type of shit. And then people turn to me and they go, oh, yeah, so what do you do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cabinet maker. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's that, cool. That's cool. That's fucking sick. That's cool. <laughs> they always do that every single time. They're like, fuck, yeah, your job is sick. What do you do? I'm a cabinet maker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't mean anything by it. It's just no. Well, it's not an interesting job. It's like you know, what do you do? Oh, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, I just build uh, kitchens, bathrooms. You know. To be fair, you do all the fucking mansions and shit, but yeah, it's pretty cool. But it's not the basic housing. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Better than a caravan cabinet maker. <laughs> well, I used to do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think you, the job you got now is probably better. You get to do all the rich cunt houses. Oh, yeah. Well, it's different. It's interesting seeing like, the inside of these massive houses. Yeah, well, exactly. He sends me photos. Yeah, you send me photos all the time. Hmm. And I'm like, fucking hell. Like, it is just redonkulous. There's a lot of shit we see too in your light. Wank. Not just wank, but it's like, why? yeah, exactly. It's like, why would you spend money on this? It's a, there was like one I did recently, it was like a bookshelf and the top shelf was no higher than like my head and they had a ladder attached to the cupboard, like in the movies, like how you see the ladders that slide side to side. That would make sense if it was roof height. It would make, well, it would make sense if it was like two stories tall or whatever, or like as big as a library one, but it was just a regular size bookshelf, obviously spanned the whole wall, but the ladder was on there. It's like, how small, how short are you at? Like, how short are you? Because they only go up one step and then your head hits the roof. You know, what happens if they're a midget? Like a literal short cunt, the little ones, the little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like a literal little cunt. Well, we thought about that, but even then it was like, even like a box that you put in the bottom shelf that comes out and you just stand on the box would be better than spending a stupid amount of money on a ladder. But you can't move the box. You can Oh, like a box, like a movable like a, like one. Like a step. 
Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, but if they're a midget, maybe they want something fucking sick in their house. You know what I mean? They can be like, look at my fucking sick ladder that I climb up my bookshelf with. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I agree. The cunts have too much fucking money and they should give us some. Yeah. (laughs) Common misconception around uh, a lot is that Unique have a lot of fucking money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, where does that rumour come from? I don't fucking know. There was one... That we heard from our from people up north. Apparently, uh, apparently that all the people that are on the unique racing team get paid six grand per year or per season or whatever. That was the rumor, anyway. So then uh, this year's team was like, "Pay up, bitches!" Yeah, no joke. It was like, "Hold on, we don't even get six grand in sponsorship money per year." Yeah, I know. Fucking hell, I don't know where people come up with this shit. Oh. But it was pretty funny. It's probably just kids talking shit. Oh yeah, it must be. Kids on the team, they're just like, yeah, well, I get paid this much. I don't even necessarily mean on the team. Oh, just kids in general? Yeah, kids in general. But How's that rumour star, though? It's all Chinese whispers. That's what I'm saying. It's just Chinese whispers between kids. Mm. Maybe they came up with the idea and then it went to their parents and then their parents were like, fuck, maybe we should go on the race team. <laughs> well, the pit tents were yeah, pits. around like five grand for the pit setup, so... Maybe that spiralled into something and then, like, Chinese whispered around and it was like, everyone gets paid six grand a year. Maybe. Let's not talk about the pits at the moment. Yeah, I know. We uh, we haven't posted any photos of it or anything, but nah. before uh, before Arena Cross, we lost a tent. Before the Open. Before the Open, yeah. Yeah. That was only, like... Last weekend? Last weekend, I think, yeah. Yeah, it was last week. Fucking hell. Last weekend, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we set up on the Friday night, like, not always, but sometimes we do. Mm. Um. And, yeah, I got a phone call Saturday morning and it said, you might want to get your fucking ass to the track. Yeah. And I was like, and bring the spare tent, that's right. And I was like, oh, fuck, that doesn't <laughs> sound good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, nah, she was fucking rude today. Yep, just like most of those uh, pop-up gazebos, once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. Well, there's there's were, no saving them. Let's really. be honest, the poles were bent anyway a little bit. Yeah, there was already some stress and we had it in Geraldton. The week weekend before, before. And it was windy as fucking Jero. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> fucking Jero. Yeah. But, yeah, nah. Oh, well. Shit happens. Yep. Um, Hold on. I'll just probably move on. I'm not. Just turn down. I feel like I'm talking really quiet because I didn't want to. Because you're loud in your ears. Yeah. 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 Hold on. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> hey, at least I moved away from the microphone, but. So we got totally distracted there. <laughs> uh, anything else we need to touch on about ourselves? Uh, um, just what are you into? General oh, interests. Interest? Yeah. Interests. All right. You want to go? You can. Me. Fucking talk. Why do you always shove me in the front? Because you're the draw card here. The draw card? Yeah. You're the like, I don't know. I feel like people are more interested in you. I'm pretty boring. I don't think that's the case. I think you'll find I'm just louder. Okay. Let's well, start off with me then. <laughs> All right, so uh, general interests. I mean, um, you can't really see around this room, but there's a lot of musical equipment here. I love uh, anything musical, generally anything arts-wise, so that's why I like making the videos and stuff for the YouTube channel. And it's anything that's creative and you're making something, you know, cabinet maker, that makes sense because I just like... Yes, that does make sense. Things that are hand-on and it's just you're making something, Yeah. you know. And music is one of those things where it just comes from nowhere. There's nothing there. It's just a wooden thing with some strings on it or, you know, just a, a round thing with some skins on it and you got music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's amazing. And uh, 
that's mainly my main interest. Yep. Other than that, I mean, lately I've been getting into uh, into poker, actually. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is one of your interests, yep. Yep, that came out of nowhere. I think I just saw, like, over the uh, pandemic, just some YouTube videos come up about poker, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, I've been meaning to learn, like, poker. I've always known blackjack and and other, like, casino games and that, but never poker. Texas Hold'em specifically. But... That's the four-card one? No, it's the two-card. Okay, that's the – I like that one. Four-cards Omaha. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of, yep. Or PLO. That's what some people See, are. I'm still fucking learning this shit. Yeah. You're teaching me the poker stuff, but I'm learning it a bit slower than uh, you. Well, we went out and we bought a poker set because yeah. I was obsessed. For me, it's like I can understand how people can get into chess. You reckon? Well, when I was in primary school, like – there was this guy. Oh, my fucking Sometimes God. I'd go into the library and he would always be there playing chess. And I, I thought was you were like, going to say you went in the chess club. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. He would just be in the library at like recess or lunch or whatever. He'd just be playing chess by himself because like I think chess you can practice just like playing pool. You can just like practice play over, over and over. Yeah. And um, yeah, he would just be sitting there. And one time I sat down with him and I was like, let's play some chess. And he explained it to me and it was like went right over my head like being a little kid. And I was a bit of a retard. <laughs> I still am. Yeah, I was about to say. I missed that. I missed getting a dig in right there. Uh, I can't believe I fucking missed that. I need to drink this. I should have stepped on your uh, stepped on your dig there. But, yeah, I remember thinking, like, I think the concept of strategy hadn't really gotten to me yet. So Might now, have something to do with the fact you're a fucking child. Yeah, exactly. But now that I've learned how to play poker a bit, I think what amazes me about it is the strategy aspect. It doesn't matter what what cards you get initially. It's the way you play them. Yeah, of course. You can have an absolute dog shit hand, and you can play on as if you. I know. As if you have something strong. Yeah. <laughs> and it's up to whether you convince the other person. You know, you can chuck in a massive bet, and then they can maybe call you bluff. You know. Yeah. Well, you started just not believing ever that I have a good hand, and that bit you. That's because you were bluffing every hand. <laughs> it doesn't matter it's if it was good was, or not. It's not that I was bluffing it. It's just that I would bet everything. You'd bet, yeah. You wouldn't check. You wouldn't, yeah. Um, I didn't. Or you wouldn't call. You would just raise. Yeah, just like raise everything. Just not, nah, not nah, wait, make it 100. Like, not nah, make it 150. Like, not nah, fuck it, make it 200. And you'd be like, I don't believe that you have a good card. But yeah. it made you get to the point where you have no fucking idea when I have good cards. Yeah. But the first, <laughs> the very first one you played, you put in a bet and I looked at you and I went, what do you got, something good? And you went, <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't have a good poker face. Yeah. I can't keep a fucking straight face at the best of times. Straight mm. face? Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. I can't keep a straight face at the best of times, let alone when I'm fucking playing poker. I have to have a drink. Yeah. Like, as in just a liquid. Because then every time I do something, I can just get a drink and that's my way of not reacting. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't have a good poker face. I mean, how good am I at lying? Not to your parents. I'm fucking useless. Yeah. No, I'm useless in general. Yeah, I guess. I'm fucking, because I give it away, don't I? Like, yeah. you've caught me multiple times and I'll be like, I'll try to lie, even if it's just about a gift. The but- way that you lie is different because you kind of, like, try to overplay it. Not to you though. I'm talking about when I'm. I'm talking about when I've got a gift and I don't want to tell you what it is or where it's from or this or that or anything. And I'll try to fucking lie. Yeah. 
And I'm not talking about to me parents, that's different, but I'm saying to you and to other, to normal people, like non-family, there you go, mm. non-family. Mm. I just can't, like, I can't keep a straight face. Yeah. I say something and then I'm like. <laughs> That's exactly what goes on in my head. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. Straight face. And I'm like. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. But speaking of strategy games, like, you know how when we go to like an arcade or, or a bowling or something like that and you have the pool tables but it has the yellow balls and the red balls? Mm. I'm always like, oh, uh, I'm always like, these are snooker balls or whatever. Snooker. They're not. So. In the last couple of days, I've been, uh, during my lunch breaks at work and that, I've been watching uh, YouTube videos on snooker. And it is a completely different game to what I thought it was. So you have 15 red balls, mm. like in a triangle at the bottom, sort of where the normal triangle would go. Yeah. Then you have a, uh, I'll probably get this wrong, because I've only seen like a few videos, but I think it's a yellow ball, a blue ball, and another one in the f- at the front, like where the D is, you know, where you normally start. Yeah. Then you have the white cue ball. Then you have a pink ball in the middle and the black ball is behind the triangle of 15 balls. Right. But it's a strategy game. So the way it works, you break the uh, red balls, mm-hmm. the triangle, and then you have to sink one red ball. Then you have to sink one of the color balls. And it's a points game. It's not based on like... Who sinks what Who first? Who sinks what? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Because once the coloured balls get sunk, they get put back on the table in their position. Right. And it's just crazy the amount of strategy, different ways you can do it. So it doesn't matter. It's like you can play a perfect game, but it's very hard. It's like the equivalent of playing like perfect game of bowling or yeah, me, me not like I don't know. It's, it's see, this is getting too complicated for me to want to do. You have to see the videos because also the table is much bigger. Yeah, that's the next thing. How the fuck am I going to reach anything? Well, you see the videos where they're like, they're up, like, like on the table, straddling it. I like know, a, I know. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm too little. It's hard enough to play normal pool. <laughs> I'm like, eh. but even like, I don't know. It's it's amazing some of the stuff we could do with YouTube and stuff now because even just trying to figure out like how to curve the ball in normal pool. Yeah. YouTube it. The massage shots and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I get ya. So you're you're into the more like technical, technical side of things, yeah. Technical things. Whereas I'm just like I'm pretty simple when it comes to like interests. You just like to do things and figure it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, when it comes to the strategy side of it, I'm more I like to fix shit. Yeah. Which is why I fix planes. I like working on motorbikes. Yeah. I like to fix shit or just work not necessarily it doesn't have to be fucked, but build shit. Yeah. Like, but build motorized shit, not, not like cabinets and stuff. Like, that's more strategy because you've got to figure things out. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm. Oh, like, yeah, I like fixing shit and building shit. Yeah, building my car, like building it in the sense of modifying it and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that kind of shit. And then when it comes to like interests, like other interests, like you're like the musician, like because you, but then you're creating something, so yeah. you're still you're still building something in a way. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. It's like. Yeah, you're creating something either way, you know. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I just like riding dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah. And, and uh, beating the fuck out of people at jiu-jitsu. Mm. <laughs> well, you're more athletic than I am as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, true. So all my interests are athletic related really apart from fixing things. Yeah. Whereas all yours are more art, arts related and shit. But literally everything I do is is physical related, everything I'm interested in. 
because coming up, like growing up, you uh, you played cricket and you played base, uh, no, t-ball, t-ball and basketball and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So what else do you do? Basketball, t-ball, cricket. I'm trying to think. I was riding all yeah. the time. Yeah. I was still riding all the time, uh, but I mean, cricket was basically my life for a long time. Yeah, because I was playing like boys' cricket, and then I was playing boys, girls, and women open women's, and yeah, and then it was just open women's and states and yeah stuff. So cricket was it. Like it was like a you know full time commitment for even for my mum as well, mum oh, yeah. and dad. Having to drive you between like seventeen different sports and that. Oh man, I would go straight from school to my mum's work, where she would then have to finish work. Like I'll get changed and everything there. She'd have to finish work, take me straight to my basketball games or straight to my cricket training. Like mm. we'd have to pack the stuff the night before in the car. Yeah, yeah, it was all the time. It was a commitment for everyone, not just me. Yeah, it's crazy. There's some kids that are still love that now, but there's a lot of kids that just yeah, I know. Come home from school, watch cartoons, and then yeah. Yeah, I know it's it's pretty sad because like even when I stopped, even when I stopped playing cricket and stuff though, like it was a bit of a decision a while back between cricket and riding bikes, and I kind of chose bikes. Don't know if it was the right move, but it is what it is. Well, your shoulder was fucked. Shoulder's still fucked, but so is a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I still did things because then I got into jits, mm. uh, and I think I was actually still playing cricket when I started jits. Yeah. And then, and then once I gave away the cricket, I decided to hit jits hard and I did, uh, I was doing like six days a week for a while there. Yeah. Like just full on like Campo, BJJ, MMA, like whatever I could do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then I did that for that. So like I've always had it busy where I'm, where I'm doing some kind of a sport nearly all week long. Yeah. Even if it was multiple sports, whereas you probably didn't do much of that. Yeah. But you're right. It's the, the times have fucking well, changed. I mean, I did. I did T-ball when I was little. Um, also played soccer a lot. Go. Yeah, well, I was hopeless at it anyway. I mean, I was too busy picking up the grass and throwing it in the air and seeing how the wind would blow it. And You are a little bit like, you're not as uh, athletic in general though. Nah. But I mean. Because we have throwing contests and things. You just got a good arm for that. <laughs> but I mean, even when we were in general, we were playing like a little bit of like just throwing the basketball around with the kids and that and yeah. throwing the footy and whatever. So, I mean, that was as bad as active as I get, which is actually quite, um, it's quite funny because I went to a sports college. Yeah, I know. And I didn't. I went to a fucking arts college. Yeah. we should have swapped schools, I think. We went to the wrong, we switched, yeah, but they wouldn't let the fuck, they wouldn't let girls in the fucking cricket thing at the time. Yeah. Fucking dogs. Yeah, I know. Don't get me started on that conversation. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I see the thing is the only reason I went to that school is one, because my brother went there and also because I got uh, given music scholarship. Yeah, and then they got rid of that. Well, now I believe, yeah, I don't even think the school has a music college anymore. No, it's probably become a sports. I think it's a sports only now. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a sports college when I started there, so it was basically like two years in. One or two years in, they transitioned into a sports college. Oh, where they, where they got rid of the other stuff. Yeah, and changed the name. Yeah, but I was going to say they were, like, they had a specialist sports program for oh, they years. Always, yeah, they always did, yeah. Yeah, because, like, it was there. I, I was two years ahead of you in school, wasn't I? Yeah, but they also had the swimming as well. They got their own thing, don't they? Like, their own pool thing? Yeah, and they got a stadium there now as well. Fucking hell. Yeah, my school didn't have none of that, well, but, we, but we had a theatre. Not a stadium, but, like, an arena. Yeah, we had a theatre, though. That's one thing you didn't have. Theatre, yeah, well, that's whenever we did any of our um, 
what would what was called arts on the show. We would go up to where your school was and we'd go into that. Yeah. Whatever you call it, the auditorium. I don't know. The thing that I would always wag so I didn't have to go in there, that thing. It's just the big stage with all the seats and that. Yeah, it's like a theatre. Yeah. 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 I fucking hated it. I hated that shit. I loved it. I know. We just... The only thing I hated about... We're very different people. <laughs> for whatever reason, when you select your classes and that, if you're in the music college, you couldn't get into the drama class because they were in the same... Time. You didn't fucking frame. miss anything. I would have loved it. I got forced into something like that. It might have even been drama, but I only went like a couple of times and then I just wagged. Yeah, well, I couldn't do arts and I couldn't do um, drama either, which kind of upset me because what happened was is music would be in the same time frame. Yeah. In the time, same time slot rather. So yeah. while other kids would be in art or drama, I would go to the music college. Yeah, yeah, I get you. What do, they, do they do that shit anymore where you just like skip class? Like what, wagging? Yeah. I don't know. There's all fences around all the schools now, so it's And quite... also, like, everything's way more strict in the sense, like... Oh, your parents will get a text. Oh, yeah, but my like, mum used oh, to get a text anyway. You missed, you know, whatever period. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's a bit more, like, strict, harder. Yeah. I think. I don't know for sure. But I'm pretty sure it's a lot harder these days. And you're right, there's a lot more fucking fences. Everything's a lot harder these days. Living's a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, I mean, we don't have wars and famine and whatnot, but well, no, I know, but I'm just mean like I don't mean like that. I just mean in general. Yeah, you mean like these days, or like living is harder now that we're adults compared to when we were kids? Um, of course it is. No, nah, I just mean like I don't know, especially with the whole like I'm not going to bang on the situation, but especially with the whole COVID shit. Oh yeah, you geez. feel so restricted. Like yeah. living is harder in the sense like I can't just go and see my auntie in fucking Queensland. You know what I mean? Yeah. My family over there, like, you can't just go and see them. You just can't do it. It's not like a, you know what I mean? You can't go on a fucking holiday, like, unless you're in WA, of course. I'm yeah. not I'm not, I'm not. not complaining. We've got it pretty good. Yeah, no, it's good and bad. It's the, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm just saying that's what I mean when I say living's a little bit harder these days. Like, it's weird because we're, we're the most normal place in the world, but on the surface it's normal, but underneath it's kind of like. I get you. It's kind of like the iceberg that Titanic here, you know, on the top it's just like this little thing, but underneath it's just all this other shit. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But I also mean, so like I mean that and I also mean sort of sort of in general in the sense of like even pre-COVID, like freedoms were a little bit more, I feel like freedoms are a bit more restricted now than what they were when we were kids. Even things like having fully fenced fucking schools, like that never mm. used to be a thing. Yeah, I think that was more to keep like, Randoms from walking down the school because the amount of times schools went fucking pedos, not just pedos, but just like random people, druggers, whatever. Because the amount of times the school went on lockdown because there was just someone random someone walking with a through. knife down the fucking oval was one of ours. Even that, yeah, yeah. The amount of times that's happened. I don't know. I think the ovals though, and places like that, I think they're still open. I mean, thank fuck we don't have guns. Yeah, I know, right? We'd be fucked. The amount of like school shootings. Fucking oh man, hell. we would have got shot up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it, all those cunts you fucking hated. <laughs> I mean, I had it pretty easy in high school, but there's probably a few people who had a gun fucking pop, pop, pop. <laughs> that's what I just said, all the cunts you hate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no, weird. No, I'm glad we're not an open carry state. Yeah, no, I was talking about the other day that, you know, being in an open carry state might be a good thing, could keep a lot of people in check. But then I was thinking, yeah, no, but then, you know, You'd probably be dead. Yeah. Just saying. But, I mean, the thing oh, is... that's a lovely sounding airplane. Yeah, no way. Hope you didn't work on that one. Hey, it's not coming down. Should be right. 
I'm a fucking beast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I was going to say the thing is, like, I don't need any guns. I got these ones. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help myself. I had to get that in there. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean when I say like I feel like we're a little bit more restricted in a way. Yeah. Like I know like the uh, fence around the school is probably an average example because you like you're saying it's for it's for protection. Protection. But and I guess it's also to keep the kids in class when it's meant to be. But I guess yeah. I guess I see your point. I can imagine the nightmare like say if there's like a school fire or something like that, and then everyone's trying to get out the gates, but then like. I don't think they're locked. That's the thing. Like, I feel like there's a way in and out of all those schools. That's why I nearly think that the fence is like, because they'd have to, for, for that reason, like you just said, a fire, right? Mm. They would have to leave spots open. They wouldn't have a choice. Yeah. They would have a certain amount of distance, like a certain amount of classes that would go in this gate, a certain amount that would go in, out, whatever. Either that or the, like, fire evacuation spot is on the property somewhere, like the oval where it's open. Maybe. Yeah, Okay. But in saying that, that means that there's still access to get in the school. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't reckon the fence actually keeps people away because there's always a way in, even if it's up off the oval. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of my school map from from high school. If you if you can get if you can get to that oval because that oval's not it's a public oval, right? Then you can get into the school. So if you want to come in with a knife with a whatever you want, you will find your way in. Mm. That's what I guess what I'm trying to – I guess it's about making it harder. Does it really matter though? Well, yeah, because the – like that's what defence like. I mean like, yeah, it's probably like a thing, but anyway, on with your point, like who really cares about that? I'm just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just saying like, I don't know, that's that's part of like, – I mean it's, it's the wrong kind of freedom because wagging class is not a good idea. Uh, so that's your point? No, like I just mean like it's part of the whole thing where your freedoms get taken away, but yeah. you shouldn't be wagging school, so. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Unless it's shit, then get a job. Yeah, as long as you can get a job or something. It's all right. You don't have to stay in school till fucking year 12. I didn't. Well, unless you're thinking you're going on to uni, but... Okay, if you're going to go to uni, I think you have to. Like, specifically, if there's a job you want that requires a uni degree, then obviously, yeah. Actually, I was about to say, I don't even think you can... I think you need to go to year 12 these days because most standard jobs, like even trades, expect year 12. Really? I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of people have to stay now because so many jobs are asking for it. Yeah. I feel like that's been said to me before. Yeah, right. But I'm pretty sure I, I would be fucked trying to get work in my industry now, like if I was trying to get an apprenticeship. I remember when I was in school, there was a bunch of guys over there when I was leaving. And they were like, no, you have to stay in school, finish year 12, because I was in year 12 when I left. And they are like, finish year 12 because, uh, you know, that. you got to get your waste certificate so that way you can get a job. I'm like, I'm leaving to get a job. And I'm like, oh, well, you're only going to get, you know, that job. And then if so you, you want to get one you, later, you you're did fucked. some of year 12. Yeah, only like the first term. Oh, okay. And then now, and then I saw them a few years later and they're working at McDonald's. And I was like, well, your waste certificate got you far. <laughs> 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 no, that was the same with my people that I went to school with, though. Like, I left, though. Yeah, yeah. But like, I know some of them stayed on mm. till year 12 and like past year 12 and got there. Is it waste? Is that is it the same for everyone? Is that what it is? I don't even fucking know. But they got their year 12. They got their graduation and all that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, like they did fuck all with their lives. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like, yeah, I know. Like you stayed till year 12. Well, they pop out a few babies and then. Yeah, well, that happens too. Yeah. And but like, they, don't have, they don't have careers though, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's weird. You yeah. need to have some kind of qualification. I think so. Yeah. Oh, 
need some more Red Bull. Yeah. Otherwise, you're a more action-y sort of person as well. Action? Yeah. I mean, you're like adrenaline-feeling things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You're not, you're not really an adrenaline junkie at all, actually. No, not really. You don't seek it much. I mean, obviously, you ride with me, mm. um, like Lanos and stuff, the dunes. Yeah. But you're not really a – I wouldn't call you an adrenaline uh, – I wouldn't call you an adrenaline junkie. Like, well, I'm not out trying to chase a, that's what I mean. you a high of the uh, whatever. You, you, know? Don't, you don't seek it. Yeah. Like you won't jump out of a fucking aeroplane with me, for example. No, yeah, I'd rather not. Because you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't want to jump out of a fucking plane. Yeah, but why not? Because – for one, you see like a bajillion videos of when they like pull the chute and then that little thing comes out and all gets tangled up and they're like, oh, we're fucked. That's what a backup chute's for. Yeah. And then half the time they don't fucking work because they get tangled in the main chute that's already fucking tangled. It's not half the time they don't work. It's like once in a blue fucking moon. Okay, probably, but either exactly. way. Either way, I don't want to jump out of a plane. But why? I don't know. When I'm on a commercial plane, I don't look out the window and go, fuck yeah, I want to like jump out right now. No, but if you got in a skydiving plane, I'm telling you, you'd want to jump the fuck out of it. <laughs> i got a good solution to that. Don't get in a fucking skydiving plane. But you got a parachute. You'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having this argument for a long time. Yeah, I know. Um, so even uh, young Lucas at um, Jiu-Jitsu, he wants, to, he wants to go skydiving. I'm like, fucking, you go for it. I'll be laughing when you hit the ground. <laughs> we're, fucking, we're fucking doing it. You won't be laughing, though, if you hit the ground. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't be. <laughs> But I'd be like, I fucking told you. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. And, and you won't need to because we have these things called fucking parachutes. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, we've got a fucking backup parachute. Yeah, well, I don't know. Not for me. I'll go indoor skydiving, but I draw the line of that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Just get in a little cylinder thing with a blowy thing and fucking let the air hit you. Nice. Lucas goes, would you go bungee jumping? It's not as high. And I was like, bungee jumping's just as fucking worse. No, like, bungee jumping's worse. How fucking... Oh, you're nice, Harley, bro. The Harley Man's back. Hmm. I don't know where Harley Man comes from. Anyway, um, how scary it is, like, if you just have, like, an elastic band and you're, like, stretch it out like this and you're, like, don't fucking snap in my face. Now, <laughs> imagine strapping that around your legs and jumping off a bridge or whatever and then being, like, having that snap at the top and slapping you in the ass, and then <laughs> you fall onto a concrete and die. What a life. <laughs> no, like you wouldn't do it. You normally do it over water if that makes you feel better. Um, <laughs> Even then, like jumping off a fucking like bridge or whatever they jump off, if that thing snaps, hitting the water is going to feel like concrete anyway. Look, it's probably not going to snap. In saying that, I will say I'm not as keen on bungee jumping as I am skydiving. Yeah. I also feel like bungee jumping would – Hurt my body a bit. I'm I'm a bit fucked up. I think what will be more exciting is you know that um they have like canyons and stuff and they have like like giant swing. It's like a harness attached to like a cable and it like drops you and you're like wee. You mean like a flying fox? No, it's like a swing. I don't actually know what you're talking about, but I want to fucking go on one. Yeah, sounds cool. <laughs> it's actually just like a giant swing and you're like wee. But why are you in a canyon? And where the fuck is this canyon? I don't know, probably in America somewhere. We need to find out. <laughs> it's similar to, um, did you see uh, Ryan Williams did in South Africa at that stadium where he's like on that beam, he jumps down and he like swings back and forth. It's like that. 
Oh, yeah. But in like a off like in a canyon. In like a canyon or off like a cliff or something. Yeah, no, that that'd be pretty sick, but I mean you could just go skydiving here, you wouldn't have to go to another country. I'd rather not. Because the difference is it's like skydiving is just continuous falling and then like slower falling. Whereas that is like you go straight down for a bit and then you get caught and you're like, wee. I like rock climbing. Rock climbing is all right. You could do backflips while you're skydiving. Why don't we do rock climbing? See how you go with the heights there. I'm down. Hmm. Why is that going to bother me? I don't know. I've never seen you rock climb before. What kind of rock climbing? I've, just, rock, I've done normal rock climbing. Just see, like, yeah, just the indoor, whatever, rock climbing. Oh, in, oh, that's fucking easy. Not well, good for me shoulder, but I'll do it. Well, you're saying you fucking want to climb a mountain. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. I was like, fuck, I'm down. I was like, fuck, I didn't expect this from you. Um, difference with climbing a mountain is you need some experience. Just stick a harness on your belt. Right. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Although we were going to do the, um, what's the thing, the abseiling? Oh, yeah. We were yeah. going to do that in Cabarri, but it was like 45 fucking <laughs> degrees. We, we, uh, yeah, we, yeah, it was hot. And I think they cancelled it anyway because once it gets over a certain temperature, they're like, yeah, we're not going to the gorges because uh, you have to bring like 45 litres of water just to Cause stay you Because you might pass out in the first one kilometre. Yeah, exactly. Well, I yeah. think you have to walk for like three k's. It's a bit more than three. Just to get to the gorge that you need to get to to do the abseiling. Then you have to hook up. Then you have to do the abseiling. No, you've got to get to the abseiling position. That's like, I'm pretty sure that's at least 20 k's. On foot? I think so. Nah. Unless that's to go down the gorge. No. Yeah, I don't know where they abseil from because I haven't done it there yet. Yeah. Maybe next time. Yeah. Well. We have to go like mid-year, but we can't really go now because. Um, there was. No, no, we can now. Can you? Is it open again? Yeah, it's open again, but there was a period where we couldn't go when we were going to go. Yeah, because uh, they were hit by a storm. and COVID first. Well, no, we went there last Christmas and that was during COVID. Was it? Yeah. Oh. They were open. Yeah, right. We never had it that bad here this year, last last year then. No, nah, it was fine. But it was a bit after that that they got hit by a storm and the town got flattened. Yeah, it was probably like six months after that maybe? Yeah. No, nah, not even. Probably not even, yeah, because we were going to go back. Yeah. With my brother, remember? Yeah. We were going to go out, so yeah. So basically the, the, the place we stayed at when we went last Christmas is flat. It's gone. I think they demolished it by now. Yeah, there is no. No place there. There is no place there anymore, yeah. Because mm. uh, it sucks because we had a good relationship with those people. Yeah. And oh, they're no, like, oh, we'll give you discounts next time. And we're like, <sighs> fuck yeah. And we're like, sick, we're coming back soon anyway. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to give us a discount and shit. And then uh, the whole fucking thing got demolished. Yep. Thanks. Thanks, nature. Yeah. Fucking cunt. Mother nature, you know. Fucking up our plans again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, sorry about fucking lives. First it was COVID, now it's this. <laughs> no, I meant Mother Nature in general. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying, like, first it was COVID, now it's uh, flattening the town that we like. Yeah, I know. Hopefully we'll be able to go. Oops, sorry. Hopefully we'll be able to go back there again soon, but. Yeah. Going back to skydiving. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we were telling, we were having this sort of skydiving debate at uh, where we get our haircuts. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, we talk with her all the time, so Kelly was having a fat laugh at us because uh, – All right. Nice. <laughs> you just wanted to show me up on burping as opposed to my little <laughs> – <laughs> That wasn't real, by the way. It sounded like a little fart. Like <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't real. But, yes, no, we're having the skydiving debate 
up there yeah. at Kelly's and then um, she was having a fat laugh and she actually showed us a fucking funny video yeah. about skydiving of what they did to her dad. Yep. So, um, so should I give a bit of context or? Yeah, yeah. So basically there's a town about an hour and a half, two hours away, two and a half hours maybe. Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half hours north of where we are called Durian Bay and it's basically just the main spot for people of Perth where they go to do skydiving. It's That's on where we're going to go. Fuck off. And it is uh, basically it's on, it's a, it's a coastal town, so it's on the yeah. beach. So when people go skydiving there, there's a nice view of the ocean. and Before they crash and die into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like that. They go, enjoy your last fucking, last fucking moments because it's all you're going to see. And then uh, it's just going to be black from here out. Imagine if you like spotted a shark and then you like. Landed straight in its mouth, yeah. Yeah, similar, yeah. yeah. I was actually going to say, like, you spot it and then you lose control of your thing. You, obviously, you've got a person with you, but you lose control of it and then you dive right next to it. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, thanks for breakfast. I lose control of it. Like, you get speed wobbles. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so You know what I mean, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no losing control. It's basically just like. It fucking is. It gets tangled up and then yeah. you fucking. It might like, so something might I guess snap. that's losing control. Yeah, something might snap, like one of the handles might not work properly, then you're going to lose control. But anyway. Sorry, yeah, carry on. They went to a family holiday in uh, Durian Bay and for their dad's birthday and they drove to the skydiving office <laughs> and told him that they've uh, booked skydiving for him. So let's see how he reacts to that. And I feel like it's going to be the same way I'm going to react. <laughs> okay. Let's see how we go. Happy birthday. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Fuck off. It looks a bit red, eh? Oh, man. It looks like angry. It's right. Is he trying to put the car? <laughs> this is fuck day. It just hops out and leaves. <laughs> Did you get a like? <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. That is exactly how I'd react if you were like, yeah, we're going skydiving. and I'd be like, fuck off. You know, the difference is I'd actually buy the fucking ticket. Yeah, and I'd Tear it up and throw it down the drain. <laughs> that's uh, that's fucking gold, though, eh? Oh. That is fucking gold. So clearly he don't like skydiving. Yeah, clearly not. Jimmy actually gave me some good ultimatums for- Jimmy? Uh, oh, yeah. Everyone knows Jimmy. Duh. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> I work with Jimmy, yeah. He's, he's one of my real tight workmates. We worked at RAF together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we were just working in Perth together, Perth Airport. Yeah. It's weird. We were working together, then we stopped, and then I got a job back with my same old company. Yep. And he was still with them. So, yeah, we're tired as fuck because we've been working together for ages. But anyway, he was giving me some ultimatums about the skydiving situation and about if you came skydiving with me, you know, I can do this in return. What? So it's like if... It's like a give and take. You know so I mean? it's like if I was to go skydiving with you, then you'd... I have to do something for you. You'd have to do something for me. Yeah, right. and there were some really good ultimatums, so I'm not going to fucking tell you. Well, that kind of... Why would you bring that up? <laughs> that kind of like fucks it up because now people are like, now what are you thinking? 
Well, uh, you know, unfortunately I can't tell you because there were some really good ultimatums. Oh, well, that's just a bit of a cocktail, isn't it? Yeah, so now you're Jeez. just, yeah, now you're just going to sit there and be like, fuck, what did Jimmy say? I know. Like, fuck, can I message Jimmy? <laughs> no, you can't. No, like, seriously, don't. <laughs> there were some fucking good ultimatums, but yeah, I'm not, yeah, nah. I don't know, I don't know what ultimatums you're talking about. <laughs> they were shit, eh? <laughs> Speaking of Jimmy, though. I got I got two good ones of Jimmy that I got to say. Two quick quick stories for you. You know I could probably think of a few, but I know it wouldn't happen. So then we wouldn't go skydiving. So that's pretty much like that's the thing. Like Jimmy's ultimatums were perfect. Yeah, and that's why I would rather just not go skydiving with you. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> then I don't know you nothing. <laughs> that's the way. That's why I'm thinking. No, I'd want it first. Mm, why? In case you die. Yeah. <laughs> in, case <you> just, <laughs> in case you and the earth meet yeah. at a very high speed. Because, look, we still did your thing in the end. It's just we didn't walk away from it. That's all. You're not going to fucking die. <laughs> oh, anyway, can I tell me two funny stories? Well, one of them's a funny story. One of them's actually a funny video that we've got for people to see. Okay. So what's your funny story? The funny story is actually when you called me at work a couple months back. Yeah. Um. Because my, my phone's always on loud when I'm at work because mm. uh, I work in a loud aircraft shop. There's always planes running out the, side, out the back and stuff like that. Mm. And uh, also I have earmuffs on half the time. I've got the same muffs as you, the yeah. Bluetooth ones. It was you who convinced me to get them. And fuck, it was a good idea. The 3M Bluetooth, yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, the 3M Bluetooth. They're fucking sick. So I've always, it's always real loud, so I can never I never know if my phone's vibrating. Yep. So um, not to mention, like, you know, orbital sanders, how they're like the air ones. Yeah. And no. they're like vibrating as fuck. And I'm yeah, so you won't know if your phone's going off. So I always have it on loud. Yeah. But my ringtone is a bunch of four strokes. Yeah. So anyway, it was in my pocket and I was underneath the plane and I was sanding this one, getting it ready to paint. And so when we're sanding, like, fuck, you gotta, you got to wear heaps of gear. So yeah. you got your suit on over the top of your clothes and then, like, you got your mask, your goggles, and then the earmuffs on top and then your hood. Mm. And you called me, I can't remember why you called me now, but you fucking called me and it's a pain in the ass because I've got all that gear on and I can't talk on the phone until I get it all off. Yeah. So I'm fucking laying under the plane standing. I'm like laying like this way. Mm. And then Jimmy's like laying that way next to me because I think we're coming towards the end of it. Yeah. And he's right near my legs basically. And so when you called me, I didn't know it was ringing at first because it has a delay between when it rings in my pocket and when it rings on the muffs. So it's like it starts on the phone and then it, Goes to the earmuffs. No, it stays on both, but it oh, starts right. on my phone first before it comes to my muffs. It's like a delay with the signal. Yeah, right. I don't. You never have your phone on loud, so you probably wouldn't know. Yeah. But your phone still um, rings, even though it's ringing through your headphones as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like a double whammy. Mm. And like, I'm just thinking, like, once it's registered my muffs, I'm like, fuck, because I've got to get everything off real quick, get my mask off, goggles off, like get my hood off first, all that, and then put my earmuffs back on mm. so that you can hear right. whoever's calling me because – you can't leave the earmuffs off. And oh, because you won't be able to talk, yeah. Yeah, because it's all hooked up. It's all hooked up yeah. and I won't be able to hear anything. So I have to put them back on. So I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm like stripping everything off, you know, get me muffed back on. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know who it was because I haven't looked at my phone. Mm. So I'm just like, hello. And then like I've sort of like looked up and you've, you've spoken by that, I think. I've looked up and Jimmy's like mortified, like looking mortified as fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, the fuck? And he's like did you just have the biggest fucking fight in the universe? <laughs> and I was like, it's me fucking phone ringing, cunt. I'm on the phone. 
<laughs> Except I was on my earmuffs, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But because it was next to my leg, it probably does sound a bit like a fart. I mean, it is a four-stroke. Let me, let me call you. Oh, yeah? All right, put me phone on loud. All right, it's on loud. Uh, okay, calling. Just hold it up to this. Yeah, I can see how can that. Can you could... see, like, especially with all the noise of all the machinery? Yeah, you think that's a fart? Yeah. <laughs> so he thought it was a big fuck off fart. And he just looked mortified as fuck, and I was just pissing myself trying to talk to you on the phone. Eh? Yeah. It kind of is like a big wet fart, eh? Oh yeah. Especially with all the like, cause we there's probably like four machines going in the workshop, so it's loud. Yeah. It was fucking funny as, eh? <laughs> anyway, that was my first story. Do you want the second one? The second one is for all you guys. Okay. You guys, cause it's a fucking hilarious video of him. Mm. So he sent me this. He sent me this video after he had uh, like some kind of surgery on his nose. Yeah. He, I can't remember what it was now. Um, it wasn't that long ago, but it was a while back. Yeah, he had something to fix his nose up because yeah. he like I think he couldn't breathe properly. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that's called, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's like we- I'm like, pretty sure he's had his nose broken, so I think that's what it is. Your eh? nose is like constantly broke, so they uh, constantly like blocked, Locked. so they get in there and they like- Do something. Cut something out or open something up. I don't know. Yeah, how they do it. I think they open something up. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, I know what you're but talking yeah, about. But yeah, because he had to have the nose surgery, he had to do this. Um, the flow. The flow. Yeah, the I know the flow. The flow. Yeah. Um, and he said this fucking good video, and uh, I reckon you all need to see it. Yep. Well, let me just. Yeah. For a bit of context, so what the flow is? So I got the flow as well for um, for allergies and that. So basically, it's just a um. A sinus cleansing thing. So it's basically just like a little water bottle. You fill it up with like a saline solution and then you like squirt it up your nose. Yeah, me no like. To cleanse your sinuses. Me no like. So uh, let's watch the video. Well, here we go. Today we got flow. A flow that will help my nose bleed properly. So I'm going to squirt flow up that nose. It'll go in that hole there. And come out that hole there. There's a lot of flow. Right, so. Okay, let's go. Let's go, flow. Close up your nose. <laughs> 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 I hate this fucking video. It's so funny, but it's disgusting. Really <laughs> 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 scary. <laughs> I don't actually think that is how you fucking do it, Jimmy. I don't think so either. Like, that was so brutal. Like, whenever I've ever done it, it's just like slow and you just let it dribble out lightly. You know? Like. Oh, fuck. So after seeing that, I thought, you know, I got to flow. Yep. I got to try this out for myself. I got to try <sighs> and outdo the way he done it. So I've even... He's British, so if you're wondering why his, his accent was funny, he's uh, he's British. English, British, British. Okay. So he's like the flow goes up your nose. Same shit. What flows from the nose does not get on the clothes. <laughs> Go on, I want to see your attempt. Anyway, let's see my attempt. Yeah. The flow goes up your nose, up the other nose. Let's go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's more chilled out, but it still freaks me out. Because so <laughs> it was. 
I don't even know how he did it that hard. He like, I reckon he got the thing and he was just like. Pfft. I'm even dribbling like that's how much, it, how uncomfortable it is. It's so bad. Why is there so much karma? Yeah, I don't know how he did it so brutally. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so basically, as you can see, we tried to recreate that video that uh, he sent, like using his accent at the yeah. start, as just a bit of a funny joke. But I was going to go, that's how you do it, but I couldn't because you were I all fucked up. No, but I didn't do it the way he did it. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck he did it. I don't know, but thanks to you and that motherfucker, you all made me do it and I <laughs> fucking hate this shit. I don't, I do not do, I don't know, I just don't like it. It's fucked up and I didn't want to do it and I tried to avoid it for like weeks, didn't I? Yeah. And then you and Jimmy just kept fucking hammering me and hammering me and hammering me. So look, I ended up giving it a crack and you can check it out if you want. All right, here we go. <laughs> don't record now. Watching. <laughs> I just want to throw up. I'm pretty clear. I'm good now. Fuck that. Oh. Oh. Oh, I'm done. Did the floor clear your nose? Um, I mean, yeah, but it just feels real fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty is the best I'm policy. Like, stuff your nose. <laughs> Bye, floor. Bye, floor. <laughs> like that. Yeah, we record a little like that. That's how you do it. Just like that. <laughs> not like that. Not like that. <laughs> That's not how you fucking do it. No. I, uh, I'm not a fan of that shit, eh? Yeah, no. I, uh, yeah, nah. I don't even like, yeah, cleaning. Like, I know you do it for your allergies. Yeah. I can't do it. Well, the thing that I think that makes it most uncomfortable is that because it's like a saline solution, the, the liquid is slightly salty. Yeah, it is. So, I know you get that weird, like, taste in the back of your throat and you're like, Ugh. like you've been in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, like a salt pool and you've like just bread like sucked in a bunch of water accidentally and you're like eh. Yeah, whereas like if that was in the Oh, o- in the ocean. I was about to say, no, nah, I was gonna say if that was in the ocean, it's way worse. Yeah, when you like when a wave hits you in the face and you like swallow like half ton of water and you're like Ugh. I was gonna say when you're like even when you're snorkeling and you dive down and you breathe in a little bit too early before you've got it all out oh, of your snorkel. Oh yeah. Oh man, I've done that too many times. Yep. Oh, that's so gross. You like you know how you force it out, yeah. but sometimes it didn't all go out and then you breathe in. Mm. Fuck. I know that's how um like scuba divers die. What? Like actual not scuba scuba? Scubas with the tanks? Yeah. Yeah. Um if they're that's why they have to like inspect their mouthpiece and all their stuff, because if the mouthpiece has like a little crack in it. Yeah. And they're breathing the whole time and it's like letting in a little bit of salt water. What happens is 
is their lungs slowly get like salt water inside them. Yeah, they slowly fill up with water. And then it's not like they drown while they're underwater. What will happen is they will come out of the water, finish what they're doing, they'll go home. But I guess your body knows that your lungs has salt in it, so it will flush normal water in there. Yeah. Your body will put normal water in there to sort of like flush the salt out and you end up drowning in your own fucking... Well, you should always fucking inspect your shit anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, especially if you're hiring it too, like... Oh, fuck that. I don't think I'd want to hire it. Oh, I knew someone, um, they went paint bowling. And obviously, like, when you go paint bowling, all the mask and that gets all the paint on it. Yeah, yeah. So they, they clean them all the time, like, between rounds and that. But I think they just use, like, Windex. So they use the Windex. that sting your eyes? Well, that's the thing. They use this Windex, and I guess they didn't, like, let it dry before they gave yeah. it to the person. So the guy, like, put it on, played his round of paintball, whatever. It was all good. Went home. And was like, man, I'm feeling a bit sleepy. Went for a nap. Woke up, like, just an hour later, half an hour later. Fucking blonde. Completely blind. Fuck that. Temporary, though. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, temporary, but. But imagine, like, you're going to sleep, you wake up, and you're like, you can't see nothing, you're like, what the fuck? But, yeah, just the ammonia or whatever, like, Not the pain. fumes in the in the Windex just. I'm surprised you didn't notice it, though. Yeah, no, maybe you just, oh, well, like, I know. I don't, I don't know what the actual story, like, what happened. Yeah, but yeah, but I get I you. imagine, like, they were like, oh, yeah, there's more people in this group than what we expected. We'll get one of the masks from the other groups, and then yeah, we'll just yeah. quickly wash it for you, but. Probably temporary, though, like you say. Oh, it was. I think it only lasted, like, a couple of hours, but. Be fucking scary, but. Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking hell. I it's wouldn't like be a, down for that. You ever have it, like, when your arm goes dead when you're sleeping? Yes. But I've had it, like, when you lay down, like, on your tummy. I've sometimes, like, it's the most comfy position, but I shouldn't do it because it fucks my back. Yeah. But you lay down, like, on your tummy and then you have, like, your arms folded. Oh. Like this, underneath your pillow. If you fall like, asleep resting, like that, it's gone. And you're resting on top of your arms and... You wake up, both your arms are dead, and you're like, uh-oh. Because you can't, you can't roll over. You have to kind of like get the momentum of your body like this to be able to like roll over properly. That's why you wake me up every fucking night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you kind of have to like do like the worm to get like, you're like, to try to roll over. <laughs> otherwise you can't do it. Fucking hell. And that is, that's scary. The first time that happened, I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'm probably going to suffocate. Fucking calm down. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. I thought I was going to fucking die. That's how, that's where my mind goes straight away. I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> fucking. That um, Chernobyl movie we watched. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. Was it just called Chernobyl? Uh, Not the TV series, but the, the movie? The movie. Yeah, I think it was like Chernobyl 19. Whatever, Whatever date it was. it was, yeah. I think it was, yeah. That gave me a fucking panic attack, that movie. I thought I was dying of cancer, eh? Do you remember? Yeah, I know. You you I think way too much. It's because that movie was so, like, fucking anxiety-driven. It was pretty fucked up. Let's be serious. It was annoying as fuck because every single time they'd, like, get away from Chernobyl, the guy would turn around and go back. Yeah, I know. And you're like, what are you fucking doing, you dumb cunt? And you're like, the place is fucked. And he keeps going back and, like, getting near the radiation and shit. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, no, nah, that was a it was a hardcore movie. That one. Yeah, if, uh, was it on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. So I'm it's pretty like, sure it was a Netflix movie. It was it was similar to like you know how uh, Squid Game, how that's pretty anxiety driven, but it's not as bad as what that Chernobyl is. Uh, I don't think. I don't think it's anxiety driven. It's it's emotionally driven. But it's the same how 
it's in a different language, but you have the choice to watch it with subtitles or dubbed. And when we played that Chernobyl movie, when it first started, it was like the Russian people talking, but then it would be like an English overdub and we're like, Hello. Yeah. yeah, I know. And you're like, it's so weird. Like, we had to. It we, was, had, we turned it on normal, like Russian language, and then put the subtitles yeah. on because I was like, yeah. I can't, I can't watch shows that are meant to be in another language. You can't watch them in English. You've got to have the subtitles. And that was the same with Squid Game. Like, we kept it on, yeah, uh, Korean or whatever, and then whatever it is, yeah. Can't say that. <laughs> we kept it on Korean and uh, just turned the subtitles on because, yeah, yeah, I probably can't say that. Oh, and same with Narcos. Oh, yeah, you've got to have that in it. You can't language. watch that dubbed because that's just stupid. Yeah, no, I agree. You've got to keep it as it is. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a subtitles fan anyway. Yeah. Hooray. So. All right. We just had a quick break just then. We are back. Um, what? So I think maybe we should uh, crack into something that is very exciting for both of us. All right. Can I crack into it with a drink? Um, you know, I might change the screen. So we have our logo back. Uh, let's crack our drink first. Yeah, I was just checking. I can crack Do you want a beer or do you want a whiskey? Uh, just a beer probably. Yeah, I think I might have a beer too. Yeah. Let's get one from the bottom because the ones on top are pretty warm. Got the uh, the Great Northern Esky, the Rolling Esky, and drinking the Great Northern. Not a, not a sponsor. Got to do it. I would just drink Red Bull full time if it was up to me. Hmm. But as I was saying, uh, something exciting that we want to bring up. And uh, okay. Speaking of not a sponsor, let's get into our, our sponsored segment. <laughs> well, so today's episode of the What the Fuck podcast is brought to you by. Fucking nobody. It's brought to us by fucking us. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have any sponsors on this show. I mean, there's no no listeners except for you and I, so. <laughs> <laughs> no one else fucking listens anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's it. So um, if you want to support the show for now, uh, you can like and uh, follow our pages and stuff for the What The Fuck podcast and uh, share it around. If you're on iTunes, uh, please rate, subscribe and all that sort of stuff, rate and review. Didn't know you could do that on iTunes. Yeah, you can. Uh-huh. On um, or uh, podcasts, whatever it is, iTunes podcast. I, yeah. Pod, I don't know. Oh, the Apple podcast. Apple pod, that's the one. Fucking useless. Can I, I don't know how it works. Yeah, if you're on Apple podcast, yeah, rate and review. And uh, if you're on the YouTube, hit subscribe, click the bell so that way you know when we put our new episode. Also, one thing I should mention is that this probably isn't going to be like a consistent thing like once a week or whatever. We'll just be whenever we get time. Yeah, it won't be a schedule until we can... Just because we haven't really sorted out a consistent location, like this this place is good, but we can't just come here every weekend. Nah, well, we don't have time every weekend anyway. Exactly, but yeah, we're just fighting like a schedule and that. So it'll just be whenever we can fit one in, we'll make one. Yeah. And then hopefully one day, you know, we'll be able to do it more consistently. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you can jump on the Unique store. We have a whole bunch of shirts and that in stock, ready to go, ready to ship. Uh, that one's not on the store yet, but it should be soon. Oh, yeah, I forgot this one's not on the store. But sorry, yeah. sorry, guys. It's just me only. That's, just a, that's just a tease, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want any of that, jump to uh, 
www.beanake.com.au slash store. Forward slash store. That's it. And that's that's the other way that, that people can support us. Yeah, that's another way you support us. You find your goodies there. And also for our uh, other YouTube channel, the Be Unique channel. So if you wanna if you wanna subscribe to uh, one of the the best moto edit channels on YouTube, then maybe you should go find that. But if you wanna subscribe to one that's pretty good, then you know I was gonna say subscribe like- to us. You're a bit fucking wanky there, mate. Yeah, no, no, no. You could you could find one that's better, but we're pretty – we're all right. Oh, it's well, average. You know? we, well, sorry, I'll move that away so it's not in your – when you were looking at me. Oh, I was sorry, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I was like, when you were saying that, I'm like, fucking hell, mate, calm your shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. Can you get any of that drink in your fucking mouth? It was the ice. Oh. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, fucking hell, like, we just do average shit. Like, yeah. We're just doing our thing and – our thing's our thing. If you don't like it, then don't fucking watch it. I think the amateur aspect of it is the beauty of it. It's got this weird, like, because obviously it is, like, home done. Yeah. But semi sort of well produced. Yeah, well, you, you, that's your department. I don't play with that. That's your department when it comes to that. But even this, like, it's obvious if you look at this camera here, like, this isn't a set. This is just a living room. Yeah, I know, right? Right. Yeah, so I get you. You've tried to. But we got multicam. You know, yeah, production. But we like it to look like with the videos. We always try to make them look like professional in a way. Even though it's all entry level equipment, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it is entry level. But it's the same way. We don't have a race truck, but we want our pit set up to look professional for our sponsors. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's presentation. It's presentation. That's the fucking word I'm looking for. Yeah. Which is something that I am not normally like. I got a rainbow on my fucking head. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, well, as far as it comes to like. Professional presentation, I mean, like, being in suits and shit is kind of wanky. Yeah, no, that's a bit far. It's like when we went to that wedding, we looked like the men in black because we just had, like, black suits and <laughs> white shirt underneath and funny, black tie. Yeah, and but I didn't know we could have coloured suits and shit. Yeah, well, now we know. Now we fucking know. Now we know. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's like we always try to look professional to a degree, like, mm. not too far hard into it, you know what I mean? We're not. Like, I'm, I find my fucking bogan, like, I wear flannels and shit, like, I've got rainbow on my head. Yeah. But we try to look presentable bogans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, see, so you've got me and one of the bogan stuff because I never used to wear, like, flannels and stuff before I met you, but. Now you do. <laughs> oh, I fucking love them, mate. They're great. <laughs> I, I still can't deal with thongs, though, like. What's wrong with thongs? They're fucking, I just don't like them. Something freaks me out about having, like, the little thing between my toes. <laughs> so it gets slides. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking good idea, Jacob. I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, but the only thing I hate about it is that they've become so popular that you feel like you're just jumping on a bandwagon. That's the only thing I don't like about it. Yeah, that's it's true. But then again, like... I get you, but whatever's people comfortable. Could, people could say the same thing about podcasts, but, I mean, like, we've been wanting to do this before they were big. I think we've been wanting to do this for, like, four years. Oh, even longer. And, like, we only just started it, like, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get you. I like people jumping on bandwagons, but, yeah, it's what it is. Yeah. Fuck the bandwagon. Yeah, exactly. We just do us. Yeah. Doesn't really matter what anyone else does. Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, going back to the open carry state idea you came up with when we were talking about fucking- Oh, earlier, yeah. Yeah, early, like at the beginning. Yeah. And um, you were saying it'd be interesting to see what it'd be like with an open carry state. Mm. 
No. No, it fucking wouldn't. Yes, you can burp better than me, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it fucking wouldn't because think about those videos we watch. We watch these fucked up videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah. From the police body cams. Yeah, so there's a channel called uh, Video Leak Police or Police video leak or police something? Police leak video. I always get it mixed up. I yeah. can't remember what it is. And, and you're not even dyslexic. But it's police leak video or something. Th- those three words in whatever order. But it's yeah. on YouTube and uh, basically it's just all the body cams and that. But but it's it shows you what it's like to be in an open carry environment because it's <sighs> fucked up. It's fucking crazy. I can't believe like everyone goes. Uh, a lot of people do have not just open carry but they have like stolen weapons or yeah, I know. unregistered weapons and that. Well, I was going to say, like, a lot of people give American police shit, like, for their arrogance. No, not just arrogance, it's just the way they're all, like, trigger happy, but fucking hell, I'd hate to be at that job. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, I understand some of them probably are like that, but if you watch some of these fucking body cams, like, you can nearly understand why some of them shoot first. Well, how's the one of that guy, like, the cop that pulls that guy over in that truck in New Mexico, and the guy was, like, a cartel member? He's like, oh, can you step outside the car, please? Wasn't that just because of his tint on his windows? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because his window tint was too dark and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, talking to him. He's like, all right, I'm just going to go back to my car and check my details. Like, do you mind just standing outside, please? And he's like, yeah, no worries. And he's like, stand outside. So I think it's because he didn't want him to have any weapons on him or something like that. And as he was walking to the back of the truck, the guy was walking on the other side and he had like a assault rifle. Yeah, sort of like was, hidden behind the car. And as they came around the back of the car, he turned around and like shot the cop like in the face like 10 times. Oh, yeah. The cop, like the cop was dead straight away. And then shot him while he was on the floor and then yeah. drove off. Yeah, he was on the ground and he was still shooting But I was him. like, fucking hell. Like it was a cartel member. It yeah. wasn't just like a member of the public. Yeah, but the cop didn't even know he was a cartel member. He no. was just pulling a dude over because he had illegal tent. Yeah. Like can you imagine that? You just pull the dude over because he's got illegal tent. Next minute, assault rifle, fucking dead. I mean, the cops did get... You know, well, I don't think payback is real, but they did get sort of, you know, uh, revenge on him. They sort of I avenged was gonna him. Say, I wouldn't say revenge. I would say they got some kind of a... They avenged his death, if that's the yeah, way. Yeah, if that's the way you want to look at it. So they ended up chasing the guy down, the massive car chase, and then the, they ended up shooting him because he got out and started going to shoot out with cops. And they yeah, all but shot he, did, him. he shot more cops before he, got to, before he died. Yeah, I know. I don't think that cop died though, but he got shot. He did get shot. Yeah, he got shot. There was a big shootout after the after the chase. But I mean, that's the sort of shit I'm talking about that they got to put up with over there. But that's that's an extreme one. But even the like ones that are just seem normal, there's that one from I think it might have been Florida or something like that where that cop knocks on the door. It was a female cop, and this crazy lady like swings the door open. She oh, has like yeah. a kitchen knife, just like stabs her straight in the fucking like shoulder. Shoulder or chest or something like that. It was that. like it was like in between. It was like sort of like at the top of your pec muscle. Yeah. So like luckily it wasn't near the heart. And then she's like running at it with his knife, like trying to stab her. And this cop like pulls out her gun, shoots this woman, and she's still like coming at it. She's obviously on something. Like she's coming at it with Fuck this knife yeah. still while she's like being shot. And then she's like laying on the floor, but she has like the knife next to her, and. uh so what they're like, you know, they're screaming at her like, get away from the knife, you yeah, know, like don't they, reach for the knife. They can't approach her while she's near the knife. Yeah, because she can pick it up and yeah. try to stab him while they go to arrest her or like go to put cuffs on her or whatever. Yeah, and bear in mind like other cops that have arrived by now would know that that other officer got stabbed because she's like fucking piss of blood. Yeah, so what they do is they either bring in like a bunch of cops with a riot shield and they have like a beanbag gun. Yeah, so they, the and bean they approach slowly and they can shoot the beanbag gun at them if they try to reach for something. Or 
they get the canine unit, which is what they did in this situation. They try to get the canine to drag uh, the the body normally the person away from the weapon. Yeah. So that's what they did. But as they brought the canine in, this lady was like grabbing the dog and like trying to like punch him in the head. Yeah, it was fucked up. And the up. canine unit like officer, he's like, "Don't touch my dog! Don't touch my dog!" And he runs up and just fucking boots her in the face. That was the favorite part. Because she's like punching this dog in the head and you're like, fucking hell, woman. And then this guy just comes out, just boom, boots her straight in the fucking face. That was my favourite part of the video, though. That still had like size 15 fucking boots on. <laughs> and all you see is his foot just like, bang. Like, and you just like, Straight in the fucking face. Yeah, I know. That was the, that was honestly my favourite part because I am a, as a lot of, not a lot of you guys, but as you would know, I'm an animal lover. Oh, so when everyone's I, an animal lover. When I saw her punching that dog, I'm like, this is fucked, kill her, kill her, kill her. <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know if she – I can't remember how the how the ending of that was. I don't remember if she survived or not, but, man, that shit was fucked up. I know she survived getting kicked in the head somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know if she, like, succumbed to her injuries, like, from being shot. I can't remember. Whatever, it did tell you, but it was a while ago that we watched that one. Oh, well, they haven't really put up many videos for, like, two months. Yeah, what's with that? I don't know, they've, maybe. They've been putting them up and then they just stopped. Because what happens is – YouTube being YouTube is they uh, demonetize it because it's violence and goes against their code of conduct or whatever. So whoever's making the videos, I'm sure they don't get paid for for yeah. anything like that. And it's probably because in America it works different to what it does here. Like when something like an incident happens or someone gets shot or a cop gets shot, the cops love – they have to put out like a video, like debrief sort of video explaining what happened. And it shows the camera yeah. perspective from the cops. It doesn't happen here, but it should. That's Well, that's what we watch. We watch the debrief videos, basically. Yeah. And they basically just explain what happens, but they don't do that here. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, they do that in America. I don't know if it counts as copyright as well. That's probably why they don't get monetized on YouTube, because they're using videos that the cops made Yeah, but and uploading those. Isn't it the cops doing it? Probably not. Well, they're debriefing videos put out by the cops. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not the cops uploading the videos, though. To the channel. It's someone else just grabbing them. And right, okay. There's a bunch of different ones from different police departments from different states and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that's just the way America works. They're different to us. So. Yeah, I know. We don't have to put out anything. It's not the best, actually. I don't really think we should. Justice system's fucked here, though. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, I just think that American cops cop a bit much considering what they deal with. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. No, nah, I wouldn't want to do that job. No. Although the only body cameras we really see here was like that Cleo one from that girl that went missing and then they found her. Oh, you mean you saw the body cam footage of that? Yeah. It's yeah, good they, so it's good they found her, but man, that was getting annoying. Like every two seconds they were like showing the interview over and over and over again. It's like, we get it. We get it. You found her? Yeah. Yeah, like it was a happy moment, but. They were milking the fuck out of it. Yeah, you kind of beating a dead cow, you know. <laughs> is, that, is that the is that the saying? I thought it was a dead horse. It's probably a dead horse. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's dead, it's dead. I guess. <laughs> uh, sorry, you know what I meant though. What'd you say? Milking a dead cow. Eating a dead cow. Oh, <laughs> so what? <laughs> Why would you milk a dead cow? I don't know. You're all fucked up. It's like uh, those coroners that are like necrophiliacs or whatever. Oh. <laughs> Did, no, we're not going there. <laughs> We're not fucking going here. Shout out to uh, Louis C.K.'s new special. I think he goes on about that. Does he? I think so. I don't think I've seen his new special yet. We watched a little bit of those clips. but Yeah, yeah. Otherwise you've you seen the whole thing, eh? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but you listen to it at work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, number one, I haven't been at work. Yeah. And number two, I can't always have my head muffs on at work. Yeah. Head muffs, ear muffs, you fucking earmuffs. knew what I meant. I guess that's the other struggle with our schedule and that is that, you know, you haven't been working consistently either, so. Yeah, it doesn't help. Just a bit short on funds, you know. Yeah, but that doesn't affect this. Yeah. I don't know. We've been busy with motocross every fucking weekend. Oh, I know. We're, that's one thing that's happening this year. We're going to uh, tone down the old motocross a bit because it was getting a bit hectic for a while. It's not that we're going to tone it down. We're, gonna, we're just going to, well, I guess you could call it that. We're just going to attend a few less events. Yeah. But they had too many events on this year, eh? Oh, way too many. Because you had the normal state series and you had the metro series and then every other open event. The Perth metro series was. It was basically at the point where we were just doing every single Round. We won't be doing the Perth Metro next year, no. if, if they even have it. They got that Supercross round next year, but we're not doing that either because I think the... It depends if we have anyone in it because... Well, um, I don't know if we will because the minimum age is 12 and it's 85cc big wheel up. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, we'll see. So if we have someone on the that's team that's the future, in it. That's the future's problem. Yeah. Current take doesn't give a fuck. For now, we've got to sort out the uh, new pit shade. Yeah, yeah. for now, we've got to get a new fucking frame. Yeah. Actually, I should get onto that, eh, now that you mention it. Yeah. Should probably get onto that. I'll crack into it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it going. Only because uh, we don't want to leave shit too fucking late. Yep. So, I mean, in the in the last episode, the first episode that we did, we spoke about where the name Unique came from. So that was a a name that Lance given to you because he looked at you and you said, you know, along the lines of like you're a unique person or something like that. What do you say? I can't remember the exact words. I was like fucking 14 maybe. <laughs> but he said it's not spelt the normal way. It's spelt Y-U-N-W-E-K. Yeah. Like unique. I'm pretty sure we told that story with Lance, yeah. So, yeah. And that's and that's where the name came from. That's the origin story of the name. But I just wanted to touch today on a little bit about, you know, each unique, you know, unique racing, unique customs and be unique. Mm. I just wanted to touch a little bit on those today. So um, Just talk about what the difference is between them? Yeah, what the difference is, how they started. It seems like a lot of people... T- Seem to uh, figure out, like, not figure out, seem to ask what, what's yeah. the difference between this and that, yeah. Yeah, and just thought it would be good to touch on it briefly. Yeah. Um, we'll start with the Unique Racing, why not? That's probably our most in-your-face aspect of all of Unique. Well, that's that's the first one. That's how we started, really. Yeah. Um, unique Racing. Yeah. Customs. Oh, Customs did, didn't it? Yeah. Okay, I'll cut that out. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll touch, on, we'll touch on all of them. Yeah. Um, where should we start? We'll start with Unique Customs. That was the original. Yeah. All right. So Unique Customs. All right. Um, who, do you want to take it away? Yeah. So the way it started is, so it was probably around late 2015. We were hanging out. You already had uh, the bike you built, which is on the website. If you go onto the uh, Unique Customs section on the website, go into Unique Builds, there's one there called Skittles. So it's the 2009 mm-hmm. 150SX. Yep. All rainbow, and that was yeah called Skittles, like the still lollies. Still is, still is like the lollies. It's just, it's, it was multicolored, but it's going to look different real soon. Yeah, yeah, we've redoing, been redoing it for like five years. <laughs> it's not quite five years, but it's been a while. We had some mechanical issues, and then it all went to shit. And then we started over. Yeah, well, and then I bought another bike. <laughs> yeah, and that too. So anyway, you know your customs. So anyway, you built this bike. And uh, then I got a bike and we started, uh, you know, just working on our bikes, doing them up, doing different things. And then we'll like, you know, I think you said you've always wanted to have like a, 
mechanical shop because you have like interest in, in dirt bikes and that and you want to be able to build bikes for people and fix them up and stuff. Yeah. And I remember you were going on you're like, oh, you know, I want like a shop name but I can't think of anything, you know, like it would be like T's Workshop or. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. Or it was like something. You had a few names. I can't remember what it was but it was really shit. And I was like, why don't you do something like unique? Like unique something, you know? Yeah. And I can't remember where, who came up with unique customs in the end, but I definitely brought up the thing of being like, it should be unique something. Yeah. And then, well, it was, it was a case of, I don't want it to be just mechanical because obviously I spray paint as well. Like I like painting and I like customizing. Yeah, exactly. So it's the mechanical and customization aspect of. Which of is it. why I didn't want the name to be anything specific to mechanics. Yep. So yeah, that was that was sort of how customs came about, I think. And then we decided to be a bit fucking different. We'd start the customs with a K. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it sort of worked out. Yeah, it was. It was like yeah, customs with a C doesn't really. It's a bit gay. <laughs> yeah, but it was like you know, let's uh, do something a bit different. So we did mm. it with the K. And uh, in hindsight, it's probably kind of, kind of like childish now. It's kind of how like our sponsor. The customs with the K. Well, it's kind of like how our sponsor, SKDA, their original name was Sickness Designs, spelt S-I-K-N-E-S-S Designs. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but you know the YK logo, like you imagine if it was a YC? (laughs) Yeah, I know, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. I don't have it on, sorry. (laughs) No, that's right. I know what you mean, but I'm sure... If anyone was to look up Unique yeah. Customs, I'd see what you mean with the YK logo. But that's sort of how Unique Customs started, really. Yeah. Um, and we just started, we just do, you know, whatever jobs for people. Yeah. Um, and then we went to uh, to the Ozex Open Supercross. And we saw all the different teams there. And there was, you know, obviously you had the factory teams. Then you had a few, like, smaller teams in the pits. Yeah. And we were like, wow, it would be pretty cool. Well, I'd... I'd really already been nagging you because I've always wanted a race team, so. Yeah, but we were like, it would be pretty cool to, like, have a team. But we were like, you know what we'll do first? We will um, we'll probably just be, like, a pit crew for a team. A mechanical pit crew, yeah. So, yeah, we figured we'll be a uh, pit crew on a motocross team just to start off with, and we approached a bunch of different teams until eventually we found one. I was like, sure. Hmm. You know, then it was basically just, you know, good exposure at the time, I guess. Yeah, good exposure for customs at the time, just trying to get the name out there. I don't even think we had an Instagram page. So the first round that we did, I th- believe, was either at either at Chidlow or at Coastals. I think it was Chidlow, and I think I created a page like then and there. <laughs> I think the first page was made at the next round that was at Coastals, which I think was the last state round of 2016. Maybe 16, 17, 16. I no, last, I last round of 2017. Yeah. It was a coastal stay round. Yeah. And all the kids were on Instagram and we were like, what's this? Well, I had Instagram already, but we are sort of like, you know, they're like, oh, you could do a business page. Yeah. So I think that day you set up the customs. Yeah, uh, I think I set it up then and there. The customs Instagram page. And uh, so we were with that team. Not very long. Not very long. Those few rounds. Mm. And then it got to a point where it was like, the uh, the manager of that team was like, "Hey, look, I'm going to be focusing more on uh, on like the other aspects of my business, you know, like whatever media, media and stuff like that. Whatever it was, would you guys mind running the the team 
while I focus on this side of it and remember looking at each other just going like, why don't we just do it ourselves? Yeah, because we were already thinking about doing it ourselves anyway. At this point. So, you know, and there was also a couple other things like that we thought, you know. Needed to be a bit different. Yeah, just things that we wouldn't do that way. So we were like, okay, you know. It was, for us, it was a big environmental thing. We needed, we wanted a different team environment. Yeah, the, the you mean like just the pit vibe? Yeah, we wanted a different vibe. We yeah. wanted a different, you know, environment. Yeah. We want to set a different sort of. Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. Culture. I was going to say tone, same thing. Yeah, but a different culture in the, in the pits, yeah. you know, like it's always about being supportive of each other and of your competitors and. Also just keeping it, like, happy, not overly professional. I was about to say, have fun. Yeah, have fun. It's not all about being, like, you know, I'm a professional. No, nah, like, race, like, race hard on the track. Yeah. And then when you come in, you're mates with everyone. Like, it shouldn't, yeah. there shouldn't be rivalries once you're off that track. Yeah. Once you're off the track, you should all be hanging out. And, and the kids fucking do. Yeah. Um, the but, kids fucking do. Yeah, the parents could do with following. Oh, I know that's where, that's for especially in the uh, racing. Oh well, this year with the with mostly it's crazy. Everyone knows it, but the fifty cc's that class, the parents. There's no competition between the kids. They're just out, you know, having a ride. Maybe maybe some kids are having there's a bit some of competition. competition but fuck, there's more competition with the parents. Oh Jesus, it's about my kids better than yours. Settle down, mate. But it's any any sport like footy and that like. Fuck yeah, yeah, I've seen some footy hardcore shit where the parents like run on the field and shit. Oh, they're getting punch-ups all the time though. Yeah. Like, oh, your kid tackled my kid. I'm like, Fucking hell, yeah, like leave it on the field. <laughs> oh, just let the kids have fun. But what, uh, yeah, what I, guess, I guess that touches on how the racing side started. So, yeah, we yeah we, then we moved on. We made our, made our team. The first year was sort of like a... Starter learning and... Starter, yeah, we learned a lot of things. And then the second year we got set up, took it a lot more seriously. Yeah, yeah. The first year was like a touch and go, like just learning it all, and yeah, yeah. And then, and like, like getting say, introduced to the community as well, because I mean, obviously, like you don't want to step in from the sidelines and then act like you own the joint, if you know what nah, I mean. Like fuck, take yeah. over the take over the whole like thing. Yeah. So the second year, you know, we got the setup, which was probably one of the best things we ever did. It was a, it's a good setup. You know, we learnt a lot from the first year, so we could implement a lot of change into the second year. And we got ourselves a strong team. Got ourselves a strong team back then, and and then we've just trying to been basically been trying to work our way up. You know, we learn something new every year, and then we try to implement change the following year to to adapt what we've learned. Yeah. So um, it's it's been a learning curve. Unique racing was sort of a thing before it was a thing, though. Yeah. You know, like I had it on my bike. You had it on your bike before it was even. I existed. had it on my bike yeah. before we even had a race team called Unique Racing. Like it was this weird. It was a. It was like it's a bit like the podcast. It was in the planning for a long time. Yeah. And then it came to light. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of like pre-preparation before it even launches. Yeah, exactly. So, um, although I don't know how much preparation we did, but we did a little bit, but yeah. It was a few months worth though. But yeah. And then um, that's sort of the race team for you. We just implement change each year. And at the moment it's going really, it's going really fucking good in my opinion. Yeah. We've had a strong year. Yep. Um, I'm glad Caleb's off 50s. Well, this is the, <laughs> this is the best year we've had as far as results go. I mean, we got some. Last year was pretty good results wise too, but it was like a half year because of COVID. Yeah. And, like, that's another thing is, like, I hate calling it our team. I just like calling it the team. Yeah, I mean, we are the team managers, but the team but is it's made a, up of... Yeah, no, but when I say it's our team, like, it's it's shit just us. Like, it's the team. Without, oh, without yeah. the riders, like, we're fine. Yeah, but that's what I was trying to say. You just cut me off. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, that's what I was about to say. Like, we're the team managers, but without everyone else, yep. all the riders, it is nothing. Yep. And each year, I think, like, it just seems to get, like, we're just getting better and better. And, yeah. Uh, and it's all to do with how much, you know, commitment that everyone's putting in. Yeah, exactly. It's all about finding that dream team in a way, like, finding the people that slot in and yep. the people that will put, put the commitment in. And well, it's kind of strange because each year we're like, oh, we got the dream team. Yeah. Doing it, we're doing it, and then the next year comes around. We're like, "No, this is the dream team." <laughs> yeah, it just it takes a while to find your groove, but we're learning new things. We got some really committed people in the team now, and yep. can't complain one bit. Hey, well, everyone that's there, you know. Yeah, that's it. So it's we doing very good. Can't complain one bit about that. So, uh, pretty interested to see how we go next year. Yep, uh, it's going to be a new year. See what happens. I'm not dropping no info. Yeah, no, it's all going to be <laughs> secret. You'll all have to wait for that. Yep. <laughs> we have our plans, don't worry. But uh, another one to touch on is actually, while well, I'm holding it, good tribes bring good vibes, be unique. Yeah. So be unique is uh, different altogether. Yep. Be, uni- be, be unique. Be unique is not motocross related. No. It is all action sports and adrenaline junkie. Yeah. So really, like it's it's nearly like because you were calling me an adrenaline junkie well, not earlier. Just, not even just sports as well. It's just like activity based. So yeah. even even like camping yeah, and getting out and living. It's living based. Forward driving. Yeah, that's it. It's living based. It's about getting out, getting off the fucking couch. I know we're on the couch right now, but that's only for a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> like it's about getting off the couch, getting off the fucking video games because the world is so much about like devices now. Oh, jeez, even with the, the metaverse thing that's coming out. That's what I mean. So it's like. What a stupid idea. It's just about getting out and yeah. getting into Mother Nature, whatever the fuck it might be, whether it's jumping from an aeroplane like you should with me. Fuck off. Or fishing off a boat <laughs> or diving with the sharks. It's just it's making fun of what's what's yeah. out there, you know? like Yeah, or it could be it could be doing stupid tricks on a motorbike like Ricky. <laughs> but just away from screens. Yeah, just away from screens. So um, it's a it's a. Huge group of people that just like like living, really. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's... And the athletes that are part of it are, are real athletes. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, well, that's actually what I was about to say. We never really mentioned much, but basically with every part of our unique business or whatever you want to fucking different call it. Different sponsorships for different levels. Different yeah. sponsorships for different parts of Unique. So, obviously, Unique Racing is, is the race team sponsors. Yep. You know, Unique Customs, we sponsor people by giving them discounts on mechanical work and things. And then you got B Unique. And also race day support and that. Oh, yeah. And also Unique Racing, like the people that we sponsor on the team. Yeah. They're obviously the uh, the cream of the crop there. I mean, as far as um, motocross sponsorships go from us, it's um, they obviously get the best deal. They get to be under the tent and yeah. Yeah, that's all that sort it. of stuff. But I mean, the customs get a really good deal too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then, like, obviously, with being unique, it's more about being an uh, adrenaline action sports athlete style. Yeah, I can't say we'd have any lifestyle athletes at the moment. Not as much. They're no, more, but. they're more um, adrenaline junkie style because yeah. we've got, you know, we've got the freestyle skis. Yeah. Uh, the free rider crew. Mm-hmm. BMX. Uh, BMX in Latvia. Yeah. In fact, um, scooter. Got all the Victor. Yeah, the scooter. We got scooters. Yeah, he's Nate Higgs. He's a beast. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, what else have we actually got? We got, got surfer. Motocross. We got surfer. Got motocross as well. Yeah, or yeah. it's kind of freestyle. It's freestyle, yeah. Yeah, because Indy's freestyle, right? Indy. No, no, a bit of both. Free, yeah. free ride race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got surfing. Obviously, we got young Travis who's killing it. Oh, he's 
He's doing freaking awesome. I know, eh? I love it when he puts out the new videos. Well, some of them are old recorded because at the moment there's fuck all waves going. Yeah. We're not in the right time. But even just the progression too. Oh, just to watch. For such a young kid too. Yeah, I know. But even like we don't actually have jiu-jitsu athletes or anything, but even like young Lucas, the progression on him at, oh, yeah. at jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's always good to watch the future progress. Yeah. That's the thing. Like all of our unique shit at the end of the day is more about like the younger people making progression. You know and coming I mean? up, yeah. You know what I mean? But also like getting him out there too, you know, sort of inviting him to the world. There's a, a few people that sort of slip under the radar and then sort of when you bring him into the light. They sort of shine. Then they, then they shine, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's very true. We've had that through. And even though like, okay, surely we're not, you know, doing it on like a national or international level, but just bringing him into the limelight just a little bit, just just enough for him to sort of break through. Well, it's enough to get people talking and then those people talk to people and then those That's people talk to people. Hit. Yeah, exactly. Once you get it slightly out there, then these people do the rest for you with Chinese whispers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it works really good because, I mean, a lot of the guys that have uh, come up, I mean, I feel like uh, Young Rushy is definitely one of them that slipped under the radar for the longest time. Yeah, he did, eh? He come on the team and now he's killing it at the uh, desert racing and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's smashing it. But, yeah, it's just that's sort of what we're about. But Although he's no longer part of the team, um, he's still slaying it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He's got that natural skill. Yeah. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of action sports athletes tend do tend to have a bit of a natural ability on certain things. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little bit about unique anyway. Like So, yeah, being unique is just about living it up. Yep. And, yeah, the videos and that. Yeah. That's why the channel's got to be unique because it's all about lifestyle. It's not really yeah. just motocross, even though most of the videos seem to be uh, like motorbike related. Just I mean, we've had a busy motorbike year. But also, I mean, we can't really get out. Like, again, like you were saying about how you can't go over east to go visit people, it would be nice to be able to, say, go over east and uh, see Indy Hooper or something or well, any sort of freestyle guys. The whole, or, yeah, the dream is like we will we will have a be unique get together and that, but we can't when we can't travel. No. Nah. But also be good, yeah, to get down and see um, Travis hit some waves, or you know, Mots hit some. Uh, we'll we'll definitely get to those free, too because um, we got some local stuff that they hit, so we'll definitely get to those two at least. Yeah. So the fact that we're going to tone down motocross a little bit next year is gives gonna, us a bit more time to it's do that. It's going to give us the time to give more time to our other supporters. Yeah. Like Travis, like young Travis, we can go and watch him compete. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of local comps at Trig Beach. I'm looking. Oh, I'm just looking at your chat. Oh, yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple <laughs> local events at Trig Beach and things like that. Mm. So there's heaps we can go to, and I've tried to go to them this year, but we have had so much fucking motocross on. Mm. Like I love the Moto family, but fuck. Yeah, I know. It's not. It's not the fact of seeing them. It was more just. I think we were just tired. A lot of people were tired after the year. Yeah. Just such a busy year. Yeah. You're right. But, yeah, now looking forward to next year and hopefully getting into it a bit more with a few different other aspects. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's just a bit about Unique, really. Yeah. I mean, and it's just more to come. I mean. Fucking oath. We're taking our time with it. We're not in any sort of uh, rush to sort of take over the world, but. Nah. Nah, not at all. What's the rush? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like, what I mean, I don't know, like. We have a lot of things we spread our time out with. Yeah. You can't just put it all into one thing. Well, between teaching, jiu-jitsu and yeah. uh, 
just getting, you know, going to the gym or even just spending time together, like just outside of everything. Yeah. Which doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's another reason why I've turned down motocross, just to help our, like, general relationship. Like, you know, get out more and go more dates and shit. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess, like, a lot of our time goes into, like, you putting makeup on every day. And, oh, yeah, uh, fucking oath. Um, picking which uh, pair of high heels you want to wear and that sort of shit. guys? How's the makeup fucking looking? Men? You don't need it. <laughs> Honestly, like, I think you'd look like a fucking freak if you had it on. Like, you already look like a clown. I couldn't imagine your makeup. I'd be like a clown with makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, some of it looks too unnatural, eh? Like, I've I seen, don't do that shit. Oh, man, I remember, like, even in high school, there was a bunch of girls that, like, put on so much fucking makeup that you could see, like, how much layers were on your lines. It just looks like shit. Yeah, no, I'm G. I uh, I don't do makeup. I don't do heels. I've got me fucking race flag vans, boy. Uh, <laughs> I think that's that's something I really like about you is that you're not fake. Um, yeah, nah. You're straight up about who you are. Yeah, fucking oath. If you don't like it, there's a fucking door. No, but I mean, like, you're straight up who you are. You're not trying to, like, cover up something. No, but that's how I am with everyone. Like, if you don't like it, there's a door, like. No, but even, like, you're not like, oh, I've got to cover, oh, i got to have my makeup on and you can't see me without my makeup on. You're like, I don't give a fuck. This is what I look like. You know, like, fuck off. Well, yeah, because I'm never going to wear makeup. Takes so much time, man. I, I refuse to look at any photos where she's wearing a dress. I just don't like it. It doesn't. There uh, ain't many anyway. It, there isn't many, but it does freak me out. There isn't. And it was always like, it was only when I was younger. Oops, shit, sorry, that was my watch. Good one. My bad. <laughs> Not my fucking Red Bull watch. I hope I didn't scratch it. Priorities. Um, yeah, no, I don't do that shit. And any time I did, it was more like, Sort of forced, obviously. And oh, I, and yeah. I was younger. I was a lot younger, whereas I wouldn't be forced now. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Nah. That's another thing about you that I like. It's like the inspiration you have to like other like young girls, especially the ones that are in like teenage years. Obviously, the pressures of uh, of basically the expectations of how of young being, girls are meant to be. Being a girl. And sort of like what the general traditional uh, expectation of beauty is yeah, which, but I don't. I don't pretend to be a role model. I never said you did. Yeah, you I just know. are by being yourself. Yeah, I know, but that's that's and that's the worst bit about it though. Like I swear, like a fucking horse. What is it? What's the saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. Swear, trooper. No, like a swear like a trooper. Salesman. Sa- sa- what? Trooper, I think. Is it trooper? Swear like a trooper. Swear like a trooper. I swear like a sailor, isn't that a thing as well? No, I fucking no. look. I fucking swear a lot. <laughs> Can we just fucking put it down to that? Like fuck the saying. I swear a lot, can't. Yeah. Like so, I don't even mean to be like, and I, but I can't feel bad about the fact that I swear and shit because it's just who I am. Like I don't care. Like that's also part of your job. Yeah. Like well, your industry, it's there's a culture of like everyone's just like fucking, 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 fucking. Unless you go to corners, in which case you lose your fucking job. We're gonna talk about that. You like a. Uh, like Pac Man, they're like fucking, 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 especially like young girls and they're not even teenagers. Some are a bit younger Yeah, and they sort of like to come and hang out a bit and that, and that's, that's cool. You know, it's not the first time I've had it. I've had it at jujitsu as well. Mm. But also I think your um, sort of extrovert 
personality, sort of like people that are like really quiet and reserved, feel like me. When they're around you, I think they feel like they are more comfortable to sort of be themselves around other people as well. Yeah. Why? Because I'm just totally fucking out there so they can just. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, this person's going to get way more attention so I can chill here. Yeah. <laughs> this person's loud as fuck. They're not going to notice I'm quiet. I don't really know how it is. I mean, I if, I, it works, if you knew, you'd be able to channel into it, but we don't. It just does. But It just makes you feel like safer. Like you can be more you. Yeah, I don't know. You have this effect. Yeah, I, I don't know. I do know that young beans on our race team. Mm. Looks up to me a lot at the moment because oh, her mum like told a, me. You can see it though. Um, I she, guess you can. She wears the same sunnies as you. Hey, hey, that was a birthday present. They were fucking mine, dog. <laughs> 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 they were uh, a custom pair of Oakleys that I got. But also, she pokes her tongues out with her photos now, just yeah, like you look, do. I'm not going to lie. The last trip to Jero was like, that was when her mum said it to me as well. But that's also when I realized, like, holy fuck, this kid looks up to me apes. <laughs> Well, because they did a, uh, she was telling us they did a thing in school where I was like, you know, like a show and tell, but I was like. No, it was a dress up. Was it a dress up? Yeah, dress up as your favourite person or. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a, like a, like a show and tell or like, you know, tell a story about someone who's like an inspiration to you or whatever. I think it was a dress up to who. Yeah, she dress up as you. Um, Because she's got what Joe calls the teaker shorts. Oh, okay. What the are they? Bone, the bone shorts. I, oh, always have. Really? I haven't even got them on today. The one fucking day. Uh, but I have them on all. You all would have seen it if you've seen us at motocross. Yeah. I have them on all the fucking time. And they're starting to get holes, so I got some new ones. They're starting to turn white. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. They're fucking pretty much white. I'll have some new ones. Because they were like tan or beige colours. Now they're sort of faded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, she has like, that's how she was going to dress up, like, take shorts. Gosh. <laughs> and she like that. She was going to dress up as me. Yeah. I can't remember if she was going to do colours in her hair or what she was going to do. Oh, that'd be hilarious. But, yeah, it ended up not happening for some reason. I can't remember why, but they were pretty disappointed, I remember. Yeah. But, yeah, no, she uh, – we got this sick photo, actually. I won't – it won't – you won't be able to see it here. I but can put it up on the screen. No. Nah, how about we just post it on the uh, What The Fug page? Sure. There is a photo, and I'll we'll quote this fucking um, – this number, which is only episode two. Yeah. Um, I'll put it up for you, and – it's fucking hilarious. It's from two weeks ago when we were in Jero. We stayed with them. Yeah. But we were at the motocross track and she had her like bright yellow gear on, her unique racing gear and her sunnies, which are the same as mine. Mine are just the big version. They were my custom ones that I sent to her mum to give her to her for, for her birthday. Yeah. And um, there's a photo and we're pulling. We've both got the same fucking sunnies on, different colour, but same sunnies, pulling the exact same fucking pose. <laughs> I just thought that was fucking hilarious when I went back and looked at the photos. <laughs> and then... I went through and I looked at photos from the weekend, from that same weekend, mm. and I realised she does the same thing as me in all the photos. Yeah, sticks her tongue out and goes... Yeah, sticks her tongue out at every photo, and I was like, that's me. Yeah. It's like a little me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's a mini I mean. me. It's crazy how people just, yeah, look up to you. Yeah, well, might not always be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So you have a different connection with people is that when they come in upset about a race or... Yeah. I don't know, I just have a way of talking to people in a way that's sort of calming. I normally just pick a fight with Caleb if he comes in shitty. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, Caleb's a bit of a, he's a special one in that sense that. He's a hothead. Yeah, but he doesn't, he doesn't listen to anyone. Nah, he doesn't like. He doesn't, and it works for him. You can't. He doesn't, he doesn't like teaching that much because he's sort of like, it's like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, you can't, you can't tell him what to do. You've got to have a conversation with him. Or in my case, you've got to fight him. 
got to get him angry. We got no, no, no. We, I just got to fight him, and yeah. I just give him a few tips. Mm. Like we have our we have our routine, you know. Because mm. me and Caleb have been sort of doing our thing on the line for long enough now. Mm. So even when he comes in shitty from a race, it's, I usually just pick a fight with him. You know, Craig drinks. Yeah, yeah that's all. <laughs> yeah, Shout yeah. Out to Craig. So yeah, you, you're more of the uh, the talker. Mm. Like when they're coming upset, but. Caleb's more of a hothead and he comes in more aggro than anything, so we normally have a bit of a fucking yeah. rustle up. Yeah. Fucking good to go. Yeah, you guys do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or our or our um our sped fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're total legit uh, you know, martial arts. Yeah, yeah. my fuck that's that's my that's my black belt jits there, boy. <laughs> this is how you fight, Caleb. <laughs> oh. oh, fucking hell. How long? What time is it? It's been two hours. It's been two hours. Fucking hell. Do you want to call in a minute or do you have anything else you want to dabble in? Um, yeah, I've got a little bit. Kind of a bit around motocross and stuff still. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. And a bit outside of motocross. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, that's um, that's me and Caleb for you. Yep. Um, actually, recently though, I've been trying to make sure I get on the line with Young Beans as well. Um, I always like to help everyone out. And so like with the customs people... I'm always helping them out. So um, we just had the Arena Cross Open. We had Jordan and all that there. Yeah. So that was good. Young, um, young Connor as well. Young Connor, yeah, yeah. That was a good night. I think Even, Rocky uh, was there. Rocky, yeah. Yeah, Rocky was there. He's just started 65s. Yep. So um, that'll, that'll be cool next year if he gets a little bit more race time. He's actually doing pretty well. I mean, considering there's the added aspect of jumping from 50 to 65, you got the clutch, you got the gears. Yeah, it's a big it's a big change, isn't it? It's a pretty big jump, but it's crazy. Like kids are just sponges and they just pick up. I think like it's crazy to think that Caleb started the year on a 50, 50 and now he's on 85. Yeah. Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. That was fucking slow of me, eh? He uh, does well. Yeah. Yeah, nah. So, um, but also he's growing so quick. Like He's going to be bigger than me next year. He's probably up to like your hip when we first, when he's like at the start of the year and now he's probably up to like your shoulder in height. Yeah, I know. He's freaking growing quick. Yeah, I know, but I'll still fight him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was saying to you the other day, like, just look at, like, just the general size of his head as well. Like, he's got a big Kids head because he's got a big, big helmet. Kids in general, though. Because, like, isn't his helmet a size, was it, large? large in adults. Yeah. His helmet doesn't even fit me, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Because <laughs> I think you were talking to him and I was looking at, like, how big his, like, head is compared to your head and I was like, man, the rest of his body's got to grow around his head, basically. It's like... There's no way his head could get any bigger. I reckon he'll be the same size as Luca in another month. Height-wise, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Luca's not small. Isn't he? Oh, well, I guess for his age, yeah. No, yeah, no he's, he's, he's fairly tall. He's not small. For a boy, because normally boys, they sort of uh, shoot up like mid-teens, but. Yeah. Because I was always tiny as a kid. Actually, Until just, I got to like 16 years. Just to, touch on, just to touch on Luca for a second, like that kid came a mile this year, eh? Yeah, it was crazy. Leaps and bounds. I think in the off season, like well, in the preseason rather, at the start of the year, he um, had a bit of an off, and I think he ended up breaking his toe or something like that. He had he had a big crash, or no, it was a concussion or something. Yeah, he did have a concussion. Yeah, big crash, concussion, and like what that sort of stuff does, just breaks your confidence. Yeah, just see your confidence. It's just you just afraid that every corner you go around, every jump you up, you're like, I don't want it to happen again. I don't want it to happen again. And yeah, yeah. In that thing, so you start being extra cautious, and I think at, for the you know the first couple rounds of the season, like trying to get back into it, I think maybe that might have been what was going on. 
in his head, you know, and, uh, you know, the help of coaching and stuff like that that he's been getting this year. I mean, it's been definitely very uh, beneficial to him. Yeah, he's – And by the end of the year – Finishing strong. He's finishing strong, top threes, even top twos in races. He actually got his – didn't he get a race win? Yeah, at Wanneroo. Yeah, that was very good. Home track, so that was even better for him. He was he was stoked. Yeah, that was sick. We've uh we got photos of him with people all around him after the win and that. Nah, it was good. And that little video, yeah, that was exciting. So yeah, he's come leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to drop that in there because he's had a sick year. So uh, we'll see what next year brings. Yeah, for sure. So um, again, not telling you guys shit. Yep. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Got to keep your guessing at some point, you know. That's it. Can't give you all the answers. Yep. Um, and again, like, you know, for the people that are on the team, I mean, some people make the team members reapply every year. We have a sort of different way of doing it, whereas we don't have people apply to us to be on the team. It's more of like we scout people. No, we do. And offer. Yeah, people will apply, but yeah. we'll still scout. And at the end of the day, it's up to. It's a mixture of the two. Yeah. People apply and then we scout and. Well. People don't normally apply. Sometimes there's even like, hey, how do you get on the team? Some people do that, but some people, not not quite true what you said. Some people actually go on the website and simply read and they send their application to our racing emails. Yeah. So um, you probably don't see as much of them until I show you. No. Um, but and I mean, do- I, know, I know a lot of people like they uh, apply that way and then they normally what we'll do if we see like they don't have many results – because uh, either they're new to the sport or whatever, we'll start them off on the uh, customs contract, which is sort of uh, similar, just obviously you're not in the race team, so you don't get the sponsor benefits of the race team sponsors. Yeah. Um, but people like Caleb transition from the customs into the race yeah, team exactly. once, they, once they start. Uh, so do Beans. And Beans, yeah. Once they, um, you know, show that they've, Pulling some results and we can see what they can do. And that they're putting the time and the effort in. Oh, exactly. Yeah, once once they prove that, yeah, they're going to put the effort in and that, and that, you know, that's provided we have the space on the team, then that's when we look to step them up. Well, we're showing that they're passionate about it too, not just like a casual rider, you know, just not out for... That's it. For just, you know, a casual ride and then that's it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it probably sounds a bit harsh, like, you know, they have to get the results, but it's not for us. It's for... Sponsors. <laughs> the, the sponsors, which are real businesses and, you know, especially companies like, you know, Oakley or... Yeah. You know, SKDA, like these are world-class companies that... And and, and Dunlop and, and a bunch of the others. So like many. They're world-class companies and they need that representation. Otherwise, they're not willing to support the team. They don't want their logos on a bike that's consistently, you know, coming in, you know under 10th place or whatever. Yeah. They just, that's just how this, and, and we have contractual obligations with them and. Exactly. And that's, that's things works. we have to meet. So, I mean. That's why we have a contract. The pressure's as much on us as it is on the riders themselves. So. Fucking oath. So that's it, you know, in order to keep our reputation, we have to keep their reputation. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It is how it is. And that's just, yeah, that's the, that's the cycle of being on the team. But. Yeah. I mean. So that's that's the responsibility. So if people think like, oh, you know, we're we're just being mean because we won't, they've been applying every year to the race team, we won't accept them. It's not about, it's not about us just not liking you or something like that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that I would have on the team just because they're great. And that's people. but that that there, what you just said is the reason we created our unique customs program to support the little like the the other people that 
that little bunch of people that they consistently put their efforts in and they put their maximum efforts in, but they don't necessarily get the same results. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that's literally why we created the program. We still yep. wanted to support people. Yeah. So that's that's what that was about. I mean, we exactly. have very good riders and we have, yeah, your standard mid-pack riders and that's tail-enders, it. whatever. It doesn't really matter. If- and even on the customs program, there are people that are just casual riders that just yeah. like to ride. But, you know, there's some people that literally have no sponsors. Yeah, that's it. It's just to help out, really. But even for some kids, like there's some kids that when they start out, they have no sponsors. Uh, but just having a sponsor, doesn't matter what it is, it gives them that. It's like a weird confidence boost as well, I feel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it definitely gives a kid a boost, especially children like, yeah. like kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Motocross is individual in that way. It's not like with footy or like soccer or whatever that I did when I was a kid. It wasn't like you were getting your own personal sponsors, you know? Yeah. You're just playing for your team. Yeah, as a team, yeah, I get you. Or representing your school or something like that. Like you're not really, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm following you. Or representing your suburb or whatever, but you're not really representing – yourself and the companies that support you. So it's yeah. actually kind of different. Like I couldn't imagine that as a kid. Well, that's because most of the time you play team sports. Yeah. Yeah. Well, team sports different, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Obviously yeah. The, the, the team club would have its sponsors, but it wouldn't have individual individual sponsors yeah. as well. I'm following you. But uh, I reckon enough about motocross because I'm fucking over motocross now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're done for the year. Enough about motocross. Um, what else we got? Well, I actually wouldn't mind letting you all know I got a fucking new job. Yeah. Starting on Monday. Yeah. So. Uh, Which is, oh, I was going to say it's tomorrow, but it's not. It's actually in two days. So, yeah, I got a fucking new job. So you actually mentioned earlier it's been a bit of a pain in the ass with me being in and out of work. Mm-hmm. Thanks, COVID, you fucking cunt. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, obviously... Would you no. like one more? Uh, yeah, right. How, many, how much have you got there? None. Oh, you could tell Oh, me. look at that, little baby. <laughs> Save every drop. Um, anyway, keep talking, I'll grab the drinks. Yeah, obviously COVID fucks aviation a bit. You know, you've got to fix planes, and if planes aren't flying, you can't really fix planes, you know what I mean? So um, my industry's been a bit in and out lately. So I've sort of been contracting, which means I haven't got full-time work. Um, I basically worked full-time for the first bit and then it was just, we ran out of work. <laughs> I'm back. We ran out of fucking work, but I've actually finally got myself a full-time job again. Yeah. I had a full-time job at, at Pierce Base with yep. the RAF there, but um, yeah, we finished our contract up with them and then ever since then you've been getting annoyed because I'm in and out of work. <laughs> Yeah, and no, it's hard, especially when you're um, like a casual worker and you've been working casual for over a year. Yeah, but bear in mind, the first year that I worked casual, I pretty much worked for the first year as a contractor. Like I just, they had all the work. I mean, it's good in the sense that like obviously as a casual you get paid a bit extra, but you don't get the benefits of holidays and sick leave and that sort of stuff. So, so. Every, every time we had to be off for motocross, it meant that I wasn't getting paid. Exactly. So it was, it was hurting us. So that was a bit of a pain in the ass. So, but as of Monday, I'd like you all to know, fucking working. It's not on back on raft base like I was hoping, but it's probably the second best thing. Mm, we haven't really spoke about it much, like just generally. But I mean, like, is it a full time or is it a contract? The one I'm going to now. Yeah, full time. Okay, so you get the benefits in that. Yep. Okay, that's good. Is that you didn't know that? 
No. You do now. Okay, cool. <laughs> that shows you how much we talk. It was more like, a, hey, no, I got a fucking job. I'm just excited she got a job, honestly. like. <laughs> well, a different job. The, the details didn't really matter. It was like, take anything you can. But, I mean, this is actually a really good one. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you got this because there's been a few that you've had in the past couple of years that have been like. Yeah, yeah, well. And at least you actually like. Want to be there for this one. At least you're actually going to be doing your job yeah. rather than just like sitting in stores or. I haven't done any you know, sitting in stores. Doing flightline or something like yeah, that. Exa- like, just- yeah, the other options. I've done, you know, a bit of flightline and, and a lot of painting, painting aircraft yeah, exactly. lately. Like it's not really like well, you could do it, but it's not your. I can do it, but it's not my specialty. I mean, I can paint fucking planes, but mm. you know what I mean? It's not what I want to be doing. I want to be fixing the fucking thing, don't I? Yeah. So it's good. And and it's the second best thing to being on Pierce because they're, they're rather fucking anal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, good fucking job, guys. Yeah, that's sick. So it should be pretty sick for next year's motocross, you know, a bit more money. Maybe we can do a few more things. Yeah, well, we've got to replace the tent, so that's uh, definitely a fucking benefit. Good point. (laughs) And, yeah, it's luckily, luckily, though, the topper, the the canvas bit on top was able to be saved. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's right. I think we haven't really inspected it. We don't know if it has any holes in it, but if it does, I mean, I guess we could just patch it up with a... Yeah, to be honest, we haven't even looked at it because it was the last round of motocross last weekend when it happened and we haven't touched the shit since. The broken frame is still sitting at home. It's sitting at home wrapped up with tie downs. (laughs) Yeah, because you couldn't even get it closed because it was that mangled. Well, we got it closed, though. But we had to tie down it. To yeah, get no, it but like you'd bent. close it, but it was like an accordion. It would just spring back out again mm. or whatever. So you had to like close it up and then wrap a tie down like a uh, what's called a ratchet strap. Yeah. Ratchet it like tight. And we just dumped it on the floor and it's just been sitting there since. But it's like, nah, we don't want to touch it. We're done. <laughs> yeah, so it's just sitting there. Fuck it. I did the same thing. Just did you just do the same thing? Yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah, starting a new job. Yep. See how that fucking goes. That's exciting. It's pretty sick too because it's on the – um. Flying doctor's aircraft, yep. which means, you know, I know that it's helping people mm. because, you know, we're keeping those planes in the air so that it can rescue people in life-threatening situations. Yeah, for sure. So who knows? People at motocross might fucking need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. They normally bring the helicopter in rather than the RFDS, but I know what you mean. Yeah, but sometimes they will, like, depends where they are. Oh, fly them out after they take them to, a, like, a yeah. doctor or something. Yeah. Yeah, Depen- I get you. It depends where they are. A lot yeah. of the time that's what happens. Yep. But yeah. yeah, there's a landing strip closer. Sorry. Yeah, if there's a landing strip closer than a helipad or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Well, they do their bush landings too, like if they got a dirt strip. So now I think like between now and next year, like the season starting, we're going to do a bit more Lano trips. Apparently someone died out there. That happens all the time. The other week. 26-year-old. Yeah, but just ignore illness shit. Well, that's what I saw it on and I was like, why didn't we hear about it? Someone sent it to me. But yeah, apparently that guy died. Yeah, I I didn't see a lot about it because I didn't I didn't look into it because I don't give a fuck. Um, I mean, I don't know the situation, but generally it's the same. Like, okay, sure, the dunes are dangerous, and you, you go in there knowing they're dangerous. No one goes in there going, oh, look, it's a perfectly safe, regulated place. No, oh, it's they a, do because they're fucking retarded. Well, some people do, <laughs> but it is like it's a non-regulated place. Like you go in there and it changes every day. By nature, no one like manually does it. Obviously, just the wind. And then people go out there; they don't even bother to like ride around and like scope the area out. And then they just go full ball, and then wonder why they've. I'm just gonna say, back the truck up for a second. Why? Because people do manually fucking change it because they're fucking mining all the sand out. Therefore, the dunes are shifting much worse. Oh, well, that's true. That's happening, but that's that's <laughs> more of a 
gradual thing in a way. Nah, it's not really, but yeah, but nah. It's like making. It's not, it's it's not ma- like it's changing throughout the day, if it makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. It is. The dunes are, but it's just by the wind blowing into the hole that they dug out. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. they have shifted the way the dunes change themselves now. But that's different, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. You I, know what I mean. It is, but I do know what you mean. Um, but the thing is, is also people will scope out an area. They'll be riding there for a bit. They'll go somewhere else. Then they'll come back expecting that area to be exactly the same, but it could have changed slightly. You know? Yeah, I don't know. It's just some, most of the time it's just people being stupid. I don't know what it is either, but again, like I did see a thing. Someone did say that like because of that sand mining, a lot of the, and we've witnessed this, a lot of the sand has blown back into the hole that they've dug out and um, there's a lot of exposed limestone, uh, which is basically just like the bedrock version of. There's also a lack of dunes. So on the bottom of the dunes there's just limestone. Yeah, yeah, it's shit. So um, that's a problem, especially if you go off a drop-off. And, I mean, people always go, oh, you know, you're riding the dunes when you crash. You can't be that bad because you're landing in soft sand. It's like, no, because the difference is, like, something like gravel or something like hard, like, you know, like a road or rocks or gravel or something like that, at least you can skid and bounce and you're slowing down gradually it might hurt a lot you might get scratched and mm. you know because it's hard you might like break something on impact but the difference is like with sand if you're going really fast you fall off you just boom dead stop yeah it's like a dead stop yeah there's no and sometimes limbs can get stuck in life it buries in sand oh, of course and you keep going but it's different there's no gradual stop it's just yeah everything away. to just poof in the sand and just Stop really quickly, and yep. that's that's why you know. And the difference is, it's not like bones breaking as much, but it's more like brain trauma. Yeah, I've done much more injuries in the dunes than I ever have on a motocross track. You know, because you because you're coming so fast to a sudden stop, your brain's just like rattling around your head and that sort of stuff. So that's why you have to be so careful out there. Yeah, it is a it's a scary place. It's it's different, and that's what people think as well. When they come out, and they go, hey, "It's just sand. You're just gonna, you know, yeah. have a soft landing if you crash." And it's not. No, it don't work like that. It doesn't work. It like don't that. fucking work like that at all. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's different to what people think. They think you know, if they think you can just go out there and be a fuckwit. Yeah, no. Best not to. Best not to. And we, also, we scope out our places first. I mean, you've gone there for a long time. You've got some experience, but there's always people that go there for the first time and they think they know the place like the back of their hand and it's like, no, you've never ridden a place like this before. Yeah, it's different. But, I mean, it's not as hardcore as it used to be, but it's still bad, obviously. It's like walking to the Amazon and just thinking like, <laughs> oh, this is my nature. Like, I know how to survive <laughs> this. No, it's a different thing. Like, Even the videos we're watching like lately, there's these uh, videos like, Near death compilations. Near death, yeah. Oh man, and the ones of that freak me out are uh, the snowboarding ones or anything the that's on like the mountains or avalanche. But there was one that I saw. I don't know if it was one that I was watching with you or one oh, that I watched alone. Oh, he went off drop off. No, he was like he had skis, like the yeah. long skis, and he was like standing on top of the mountain, and he like clicked in his skis, and he started like sliding backwards. And like he was like, oh shit! And he was like, went to like get his balance, but right behind him was the edge of the cliff. So as he like got his foot, like caught his balance, his legs slipped off the edge of the cliff and he like fell off this massive cliff and then like landed in this soft part of snow, like loose snow. I think I was there for this one. Kind of broke his fall a bit and then he rolled for a bit, went over like sharp rocks and that and then fell off another one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw this. And then he landed at the bottom. I think he was okay because it's near death. It's not like... Not it's like not death, like, but he probably had, you know, he could have had broken bones. Oh, he probably got pretty fucked up, but... 
he was just watching. I was like, fuck that, like falling off a mountain. But, oh, no, the one that we saw yesterday was the um, avalanche and the guy was buried in the snow and they were, like, digging, trying to find, like, the guy's head. Yeah. Because you could, you could suffocate in an avalanche. Fucking, yeah. Just get pinned under the snow. But also not just suffocation, I guess, you know, hypothermia, freezing and that. Scary. I think I'd be more worried about the suffocation. You get little landslides in Lano, but nothing like that. No, nah, nothing like it that. Doesn't, it doesn't sort of, like, the snowball effect. It doesn't snowball because it doesn't stick to each other. It just slides down like you a landslide. You can get pretty buried, but not that hardcore. No. We've had our lower half buried. Yeah, but we also have it like if there is like a little landslide in the dunes and you're not there for it, but then you hit it after, it's just like loose sand just sitting on top. So your front wheel just buries, then you Oof. just, whoa. Yeah, it's pretty funny. We got multiple videos of us doing that. We do, we do. That sucks. I don't like that at all. There's one of you coming down the dune and that happens. And oh, then yeah. there's <laughs> one of me uh, trying to go up a dune. I just hit it and just do a front flip and yeah, lay on well, my butt. And I'm like, oh. When I was going down it though, didn't I front flip as well? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's that one. Yeah, that was fucking funny, eh? Yeah. Fuck, we got some good ones. Yeah, I'll play it, but I don't have it prepped. So nah, we might right. we might prepare them next time for them. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll prepare some stuff. Yeah, we'll prepare some shit for the next episode. Yeah. For you guys to have a fat laugh. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think since this episode kind of has a theme of uh, going into the origin stories or everything and learning yeah. a bit about us, maybe we should uh, talk about how we met because it's even more of a weirder story. Than normal because, I mean, nowadays meeting people is a lot different to the way it was. I mean, a lot of people meet on Tinder or just Snapchat or whatever it is now. I don't know how people do it. I don't know how they do it anymore either. Compared to back in the day where it's like, yeah, nah, I saw your mother in the, in the fucking dancing in, in, in the pub and whatever. Yeah, yeah, I get <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I'm going to go ask her to marry me. Okay, I'm bored. Can we continue? <laughs> No, but I'm saying, well, that's how it was back in the day. But um, no, the way we met. Okay, so we kind of have like a uh, mutual friend. That, mm. So probably one of your best friends growing up. Yeah, I went to, uh, every, every, I think I think from pre-primary onwards, we were same classes and stuff. So shout out to Justin. Yeah, shout out to Justin. Yeah, we were we were tight for a long time there. Yeah. Um. And I guess because we all kind of live in the same area and uh, went to, like, there's only the two schools that we High had. High schools, yeah. Oh, so and primary schools. Yeah, but it was a school I went to and there was a school that you went to. They were the two more prominent ones. It was probably about three or four, but they were the two most prominent ones in the area. Yeah. Um. So everyone was sort of like, we all knew each other. Well, I didn't really know you, but we knew, we had mutual friends We had altogether. mutual friends no matter what, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I knew Justin... Through another friend. Yeah. So basically he was having his uh, 21st birthday and uh, one of my friends got invited who was friends with him. So I got uh, added to that list as a plus one. Yep. And you were obviously invited because you were like one of his best mates. And I took Smurf as my plus one. Yeah. Which is uh, oh, another Smurf. one of your friends. Yeah, yeah, Smurf. Sorry, weird name. That's her nickname. Don't ask me about the real name. Um, yeah. <laughs> Your real name's Joe. Yeah, your real name's Joe, yeah. So I took Smurf as my plus one just for shits and gigs because me and Smurf, you hang out all the time and that back in the day, so. So this party was, uh, it was his 21st birthday and it was a different one. So it was 21 d Yeah, yeah, theme. Yeah. Right? So it was a uh, a bit of a different one. It was a uh, 
20 onesie party. Yeah, yeah, 20 onesie, that's right. So basically everyone just uh, rocks up. Yeah, dressed up as a onesie, didn't we? Dressed in a onesie. So I believe you had your tiger. I had my tiger onesie. And I, at that stage, I didn't even own a onesie. Because you were gay. What are you talking about? So I had to go out to Kmart or whatever and I just picked up like a Superman onesie, but it was like a sleeveless once I wore a shirt underneath, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was um it was awkward. So, you know, we went to this party and uh and I remember there was uh, security at the door, so I remember they were going, you know, are you on the list? And the they're like, we asked for your ID. And I was 19 at the time. Probably even 20 at the time. Oh, no, I think I was 19. No, you would have been 19. So I was 19 at the time and they were asking me for ID. And fair enough because I'm only like a year over 18. But I remember I was like, I don't look. I don't look under 18, do I? You were being a little disgruntled fuck. Oh, I was pissed off because they made such a big deal about it. And I was like, come on, really? So I walk in. I finally get in, I get sailor there to have like a few drinks or whatever. And then at one point I turn around and Tika's standing there with Smurf. And by the looks of Tika, you can even tell now, like she had a hat on, she was standing there with the tiger onesie and she looked like she was probably at least 15. <laughs> and I walked up and I'm pissed off at this stage. I'm like, how the fuck does this kid get in? And I get asked for ID and shit. What the fuck is this? So I walk up. I'm like, I said, are you even allowed in here? How old even are you? And you're like, I'm 21, can't. Yeah, I was like, I'm fucking 21, can't. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly like I would say it now. So that was our first words. It was like, like, are you even old enough to be in here? (laughs) Fucking 21, can't. Yeah, I'm fucking 21, can't. (laughs) Get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I think we just ended up talking. We talked for a little bit, yeah. For ages that um, whole night. We just we're just talking shit, shit talk, talking yeah. about our interests. Basically, it's the same as this podcast. Really, just talking about our different interests. You talk about how you do your jujitsu. You talk about how you play cricket, ride yeah. motorbikes, all that. Um, and then we didn't speak to each other for like another year after that. And then there was one time where I went to the hairdressers. Yeah, we kind of crossed paths, I guess you'd say. Yeah, well, because we live in the same area, we share the same hairdresser. So this one time I walked in, and so the way the hairdresser is, you have like, it's obviously like a rectangle uh, studio, but you have like a set of chairs and the mirror on one side and then it's like mirrored on the other side. So you have a set of chairs and a mirror on the opposite wall. Yeah. So I was sitting on the opposite wall to what you were and I was looking in the mirror and I saw your hair and I was like, I know this person. This is when you had long hair at the time. Well, not long hair. I had but my had surfer like, hair. It's not like surfer hair, blonde, like shoulder length almost. Probably a bit shorter. Nah, it's shorter than shorter. It never got that long, except my mullet. It was almost like hat hair. Except my mullet. My mullet got that long. It was pretty bad. But I seen that. I was like, I know that person. So I messaged you on Facebook and, like, admittedly this is a bit creepy, but I was just like, did a Facebook message and put turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty And creepy. I remember looking in the mirror and, like, I see, like, you're like, my phone just went. And you pick it up. You look at it and you're with your mum at the time and you're like, what the fuck? Like just mouth those words to yourself and then you like showed your mum and you turn around and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, hi. hi. 
And then I was probably with my mum because she used to go. Well, she goes to the same hairdresser, yeah. so like we would always book our appointments semi close together to get it out of the way. Yeah, then that was the only interaction we had there. We didn't really speak then. We we're just like, "Hi, here you go, cool." Yeah, but we talked in messages after that. I think. I think we might have, but then after that, then we caught up again at like a dome. That was after we've been talking about. Yeah, I've talked for a bit, and then we caught up at the dome restaurant, which is kind of like a. Uh, Place to get coffee and uh, food and just lunch and whatever. Non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. So we caught up there, um, spoke for a bit, and then Met was up like, with some people. Well, no, I think I come and saw you um, teaching jujitsu. So there was, I think we spoke for a bit, and you're like, "Oh, you know, I teach jujitsu down the road. You should uh, come down, like, just have a look, check it out." Yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds interesting. So I came down on a, I think at the time it was a Monday night and a Wednesday night. Yeah, we've changed now. And a few of those. So then afterwards, we after you'd finished teaching your class or whatever, we'd go out and get Nando's or something. Yeah, because uh, even after Jits, like normally we were used to go out and get meals after. Hmm. So, yeah. And I never used to ride a bike at this time, so like – Motorbike. I had a motorbike as a kid, like a thumbster or whatever, nothing like a little pit bike, nothing. Yeah. Nothing real. No motocross bike, but you know, you're talking to me about motocross and well, not as much motocross, but you talk about riding dirt bikes and stuff. And I was like, that sounds interesting. I would like to get like a real bike one time. And then eventually, I think you there was something along the lines of you were like, hey, you should uh, come over one time. We'll, uh, you know, I'll show you my bike and we'll. Work on some stuff, and then I think Probably I came. Needed to work on it. Well, I don't think we did. I think I went out to the dunes just to watch you ride. Yeah, you did. You came out and just watched us ride, me and Jai and stuff. You and Jai and a bunch of his mates, bunch of the lads, yeah. And that's when your bike blew up that day. The mm. one of many at the very back of the dunes. So I remember waiting there, and I was just sitting at the car, and you went out the back of the dunes somewhere. I'm like, well, this is fun. <laughs> sitting there doing nothing. I was like sitting there waiting because like I couldn't hear you because you're that far away. Yeah. And I was just waiting for the to come back but didn't hear it. And I think Jai made a back and he goes, yeah, Duke's bike blew up. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I think he drove his car out there, picked his bike up. Can't remember now. And then that's when I, I think that's when I started coming over and work on the bike. Yeah, right. And there was lots of things we had to do because at that point you're having lots of problems with that bike. There was, uh, it was, I think that was the first blow up of many because of the issues I was having. The problem was you're burning out stators and <sighs> detonating pistons. Yeah. So it means the piston was getting a lot of like bits of like metal breaking off the edges of the, of the top of the piston. and Yeah. It's small amounts though. Yeah. And basically the staters were melting. Yeah, I was melting staters, yeah. That was fun. So for a long time you were taking your bike to a uh, just a shop. When I didn't have time to work on it, that's what I was doing when I was so flat out. That's when I was riding, like making sure I was riding every weekend and shit. And there was lots of times this guy, he would pull apart your bike and then he'd be like put it back together and he's like, yeah, you know, I've put new parts in, blah, blah, blah. Replace the stator, put your piston in. Yeah. All right, should be good to go. But I see, I never used to take it to him and then I just, like I say, I only took it to them when I didn't have time to work on it. Yeah, of course. But then it blew up again. Yeah, and that was when I, yeah. And then you took it back there again and then 
you know, it was just costing you more money. And I was like, why don't you just do it yourself? Like you are an engineer, right? And you're like, yeah, I don't have the time though, you know, between working and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I can help you. Yeah. So. It was like, you don't have to do it all on your own. You got like, I'll come and help you so we get it done faster. Yeah. So, you know, we eventually figured out what the problem was with the bike. So the CDI box, which is the, basically on a two-stroke bike, there's not much electrical stuff to it. You basically got your coil, your stator and your, you know. CDI, really. And your CDI. Not much in between. That's about it. A wiring harness. Yeah, that's it. There's not much, not that much to it. So we replaced basically every part until we got to a CDI. And the CDI is the most expensive that's, part. Yeah, that's why we replaced. That is what is the the brain of the bike, which yeah. lets it know when it should time, like when the yeah. It's basically just the brain of it. But, but yeah, that, that was uh, that turned out to be fried. So. You sourced one. The last one in Australia. The last one in Australia, which is in Bunbury, which is about an hour and a half away from here, two hours away. About two hours away from here, we went on a road trip and it was over the... Uh, Funny enough, hold on, though, I borrowed Justin's tent for that road trip. Oh, you did? Yep. Oh, there you go. It goes full circle. No, that's right, you did. I did. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So... It all goes full circle, but that was the uh, New Year's uh, weekend. Yeah, because that was the first New Year's I hadn't been riding because my bike was fucked. Yeah. But that pretty much from when we started working on the bike before we even figured out the CDI, Mm. because obviously we rode it a few more times and blew it up a few more times before we figured out what it was. Yeah. From the moment we started working on the bike, though, that was basically the moment where we were just together. I was over every day. Yeah, we were together all the time. And it used to be like I would come over after work or – on a weekend or whatever. Yeah. And I'd just be there all day and then I'd come home like around whenever dinner time was or whatever. Real fucking late, yeah. Yeah. And then on the days that you had jiu-jitsu, I'd come down there and I'd watch you do jiu-jitsu and then eventually I jumped on the mats. Yeah. And it would be a case of, you know, we'd go to the jiu-jitsu, then we'd go home and then we'd catch up the next day after work and it would just be a repeating cycle until eventually I was like, we eventually figured, like, wouldn't it be easier if we just, like, if I just stayed over your place? Yeah, yeah, no shit. And then, like, yeah, you pretty much, like, we were still friends at this point, but you pretty much lived at mine. But me moving in with you wasn't, like, a, a planned thing. It was just, it just happened. Yeah, it wasn't really planned. It was like a case of you stayed over once and you never fucking left. Basically. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to stay over another night. That's all right. Yeah, it's fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll, you know, mow your lawns and stuff. That's to, how uh, we live together. Yeah, but yeah. it was kind of, it was a total not, it wasn't a talked about thing. Like, it just was a thing. It just happened. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it was just like a, you stayed over one night and then you fucking, like, pretty much lived there. <laughs> That's it. Couldn't fucking get rid of him after that. Yeah, so then when we went to Bunbury, it was on the New Year's weekend. Picked up our part before the shop closed for the New Year's. Yep. Went out for a dinner and I remember that was... <laughs> One of the funny ones because... Uh, you only remember that because of what happened. Well, basically we got to the whatever pub it was in town there. I can't remember what it was. I can't even remember... Sorry about the noise. I can't even remember what pub we went to. It was one of the Bunno ones. Well, we grabbed dinner and grabbed a beer and the lady was like, okay, no worries, got me the beer and then you got a beer as well. And then she looked at you and goes, can I have ID please? You're like, yeah, sure. Pulled out your driver's license, gave it to her. She's like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, no, like genuine fuck off. Like, just doesn't believe me. Because you would have been 21 or 22 at the time, maybe? Yeah, maybe 22. I was off my peas. Yeah. I was off me fucking peas. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she was like, yeah, fuck off. 
Like as if she didn't believe that you were fucking old enough and you were like, what the fuck? Yeah. So you got the manager out there and then like, it wasn't like a Karen deal, but it was like, fuck off. Like, this is real. And she's like, showed the manager and he's like, guess. Yeah, he's like, well. Like he held up to the light, did the whole thing, like looked to see if it was real. Fake, and They're yeah. like, it's legit. But I mean, it. I don't know if it was intended to be like as rude as it was, that how she acted, but it just seems so fucking rude. Like, I know. Like, I was like, and you know what I'm like? Like, I'm an aggressive little cunt. Like, like no, but as like a compliment, you're like, oh, fuck off. You don't look that old. But I was like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, no, it wasn't like a fuck off, like as if you, you know, you look 15. Yeah. It was like a fuck off. Yeah. Like, this is, it was flat out like, yeah, don't fuck with me type thing. You're yeah. like, what? I was like, I, was, I said to him, I was like, I'm, I'm not even on my fucking piece. Like, mm. Don't look at my fucking car. So by then, we, we were still friends. We weren't officially, like, dating or anything. I don't even know. Oh, no, we weren't, actually. We weren't. It, was two mo- it was a me- month and a half later, not even. So we were still, you know, best mates and that. But I think what really um, tipped it off was we got to New Year's. We are at the camping site, just laying there in the tent. And then you hear the countdown, 10, yeah, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy New Year. <laughs> And we're just sitting there like awkwardly like, yeah, happy new year, happy new year. <laughs> now it's just quiet. Did we? I didn't know that. And then I don't know where you're like, New Year's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. And I was like, oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> 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 TMI for the fucking viewers. <laughs> but yeah, no, we weren't, I wouldn't, like we were friends, but we were tight friends, eh? <laughs> Yeah, but then it didn't actually become anything official until February the 5th. Yeah, I know, eh? Of that, like that, that, that same, year, so yeah, that would like, have been uh, 2016. It was like a month and a bit later, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure I still had the tent. <laughs> no, nah, I thought you threw it over his fence. No, nah, it took me like a fucking, like, it took me like a year to get the, the tent back to him. Yeah. No, you gave it back that. to him in the end, but you had it for like a year. I know, I had it for fucking ages. I remember that. They didn't really use it, that's why. Because like, when are you taking that goddamn fucking tent back? But anyway, that's sort of our story. But yeah. I uh, didn't have a choice about living with the cunt. Fucking, he just decided to move in. Um. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the uh, main, like, origin stories we got for you today. I mean. I think so, yeah. I can't really think of much else. I mean, we got the origins of the teams and all the different like yeah. unique brands. You got the origins of our relationship. You got things that we're into um, and stuff like that. General interests. I think uh, I think we've covered a lot. We've done all the videos we had prepped, so I think uh, yeah, covered a bit about some fucked up people with firearms and knives and <laughs> yeah, a couple of rabbit holes. It was actually pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, you sort of end up diving in and forget that you're still there. Yep. But, yeah, no, uh, I think we'll wrap it up. I think so too. And uh, save whatever we whatever else we got for the next one. Yep. All right. So, so uh, I guess we uh, thank you all for listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, again, please uh, hit the like button, subscribe, and uh, hit the help. bell so you know when. Go and buy some shit. Episodes drop. And like we said before, it's not going to be super consistent, but we'll do it when we can. We'll do it when we can. If there's anything you guys want to want to ask, want to, you know, whatever, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll put out some um, or send us a message on what the fuck, whether it be, I don't know if you can message on YouTube, but we've got Instagram and Facebook. Send us a message if you've got questions you want us to answer. I'll try and put out some stories and shit yeah. like, and say, hey, you know, if you've got questions for episode three, let us know. 
We even got a uh, email, I believe. I think it's uh, whatthefuckpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, but it's a what underscore. I can't remember. Bear with me. <laughs> She's going to check what the email is. Oh, I don't even have it on my phone. It's a Google one, that's why. It's a Gmail one. Fuck. I don't even know what it is. Oh, well, I'll figure it out and I'll put it in the anyway. lower third. It'll be in the description, eh? No, it'll be in the lower third, like All the right. bottom of the screen. All right. Do you know what it is? Glad someone does. I just ride dirt bikes and fix planes. I don't fucking know what lower third means. Doesn't matter. <laughs> lower third just means like when you have like text at the bottom of the screen. Oh, okay. So why not just at the bottom? Well, that's the technical term for it. I don't do technical. Yeah, I know. Just, do you know how planes fly? No. It has air over the top of the wings and air over the bottom of the wings and then just magic. Yeah, magic. Yeah, yeah. magic. Magic happens. The air comes up and it makes magic. Hmm. Plane flies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap it up there, eh? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Fucking see you cunts next time. Catch you yeah. the next one. See ya.